Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Destroprods.com video games podcast. Uh, coming to you live from the fucking end of the world. All right, so I'm just going to go back to bed. <laughs> oh, Dad. No, Morgana's calling me. It's... We got Cave. And Alex. Hello. Mm. Welcome to the quarantine edition. Yes, this is the second show that we've done in quarantine. I'm not counting the Let's Watches. Still, nothing has actually changed for me, except for I've had more panic attacks about potentially being dying. Um, I've been preparing for this all my life. Like, I have I'm been ready. a shut-in my entire life, so... Like, sit down and play some video games. Sounds like a day-to-day life for me. <laughs> I mean, I was I was going to put an active effort into not being a shut-in this year, but I guess I can keep doing my usual thing, too. Yeah, I... For me, it's been that, like I was, like I was very much a shut in before, but now that I don't have the option to go out, I now want to go out a lot more. That doesn't make any sense to me. That really, like that. Oh, I'm not talking about this. We're talking about video <laughs> games, something much more pleasant, much more fun. <laughs> like, but ah. <laughs> It's because you can't have it. That's the thing. Like, like it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, cool. Well, you can't anymore. Well, fuck you. Now I want to. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, anyway, yeah, we are. We're here. We're here. For your st- recording. <laughs> we all still live. For now. Yeah. I am wearing pants today for the sake of professionalism. Oh, bravo! I'm not. I always wear pants. I haven't worn real pants. How do you go to the bathroom? I have my ways. Teach me, your master. Well, you see, pants, because they because they can be put on by the transfer property, they can also be taken off. And he said he always wears pants. Ah. <laughs> okay, catheters. Or his see- pants are just very disgusting. And that's the video game podcast. <laughs> you do it Harry Potter style. You just kind of magic everything into the toilet. <laughs> you know, like how they, like how wizards used to uh, do their business before they invented plumbing. Oh my god, that is the dumbest so, thing. He just pisses and so shits himself. Cast president. He just pisses and shits, shits himself. Cast digitation and it all just goes away. So, guess you want you guys want to know something fun? I found out about presidigitation uh, uh, recently. What's that? It doesn't work on living things. You can't use it to clean yourself up. Hmm. Of course, I will continue to ignore that rule. Because I like the fact that people can use it to take a quick bath before walking into the Emperor's ballroom after slaying 40 Vortigas. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, creatures are not objects. Yep. Huh. Neat. I'm going to continue allowing players to use it to clean themselves up. Oh, yeah, fucking of course. Like, the goddamn vast majority of people, unless you're playing with an asshole, are going to be like, hey, can I use presentation to clean myself up? Yeah, sure. And honestly, who doesn't want to soil their enemies as a final Parthian shot before they kill them? 
Yeah, the, the dude's like obviously at one health. The wizard just goes up and is like, hey, buddy, got something in your face. Just makes his face covered in bird shit before he gets shot by the Actually, Ranger. I was thinking you're losing the fight. Oh. Like, you're at one health. Like, the guy's bearing down on you, and they say, do you have any final words? Sitting there, heavy breathing, wounds covering them. Yeah. Shit. As they just are <laughs> covered in fecal matter. It's, and, of oh, course, God. it has no effect on whether or not you die. But at yeah. least you got one in. Yeah, you're at one HP. You have a greater, you have, you have a healing potion, or you have prestidigitation. <laughs> oh, um, just so you, uh, just so everyone listening knows, D and D counts as game, so I'm allowed to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are D and D video games. Um, I also had a really uh, good suggestion from a friend on uh, on the Insomniacs uh, recently, which is uh, I'm gonna start trying to implement wound rules, like. As in, at the beginning of the game, your character can take a wound, get a minor benefit out of it, and also have a minor hindrance. And it all spiraled out of this thing where I want to play a character who doesn't have most of their stomach, like All Might. So, like, huh. I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Like, there used to be a thing in, in 3.5 called Flaws, where you'd get a feat. But feats are really powerful, so like the flaws would have to be re- equivalently power, or, like equivalently detrimental. So, like I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Hey, you're gonna start with two feats, but guess what? You're already dead. <laughs> you played a human without a stomach. I hope you've got access to food because <laughs> you're gonna die. It's like it's fine. I got nutrient paste. I just inject into my veins. <laughs> that is kind of hilarious now just somebody just so just like a high fantasy D game where a dude just like oh we're dude just like lit it's like everyone's like all right guys time for meal just everyone pulls like fucking trail ration or something like like the ranger goes back with like a fucking rabbit on a string and like, you just see some dude off to the side putting a syringe full of like fucking ground up like ground up fucking nutrients just into a hole in his stomach it's like what you didn't it's think i got my fucking magic powers through study living. did you <laughs> that's how that's their that's their pact with their patron <laughs> he just doesn't have a stomach <laughs> he don't have a stomach <laughs> magic comes with a cost guys oh that's so filling yeah oh. it was either spent 25 years reading a book or give my stomach to a demon i chose the easier option obviously yeah now fuck you all burning hands <laughs> <laughs> now fuck you all eldritch blasts <laughs> does it does that like a very high level of the campaign when it happens and so like it's so like every it's so like no but like nobody's been able to figure it out why you don't have like hate that you don't have a stomach and it's like level 14 and everything's like what the fuck yeah so much, yeah give me something to a demon guess what saying to hell and just send one of your party members to hell for questioning why you don't have a stomach hmm Plane shift, motherfucker. <sighs> Those high-level warlock abilities are neat. Yeah, yeah. It's really like it's, that's one of the reasons why uh, my new game is going to be starting at level three for you guys, so we can just start getting into the meat and potatoes. A lot of the classes. <sighs> anyway, you play any video games, Cave? Uh, me? Video games? Nah, I don't play video games. I read. <laughs> I'm, I'm a proper adult. Yeah, no. So I'm like playing this, visual novels. This, 
this this past few weeks I've been reading this wonderfully interesting novel. It's kind of a redo, but I think the writers had some stuff that they wanted to add on. It's called Persona 5 Royal. Okay, I thought you were doing Animal Crossing. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, Persona 5 Royal uh, is in contention for my best game of the year. <laughs> because it's Persona 5. <laughs> Persona 5 was the game of the year it came out for me. Persona 5 Royal is in contention again. Um, I got the full, like, edition. I paid uh, GameStop $100 to get the, uh, you know, the the Joker mask, the art book, the CD of music, which is wonderful. I love it. Um, I, I have the mask. I just downloaded show. the game. Because uh, my GameStop is closed. I, I, I thumbed through the art book while the update was downloading. Uh, and then I paid an additional $60 so I could get all the DLC. Because I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy it eventually anyway. And I'm shut in, unable to do anything else with my money. Let's do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent $160 on this Persona game. And my wife and I sat down and calculated it out. And between the two of us, we've spent about $600 on just Persona merchandise. Nice. Like Persona 3, Persona 4, Persona Q, uh, Persona. I think she had Persona dancing all night at one point. We oh, bought yeah, both dude. Persona 5s. Um, yeah, we spent a fair bit of money on Persona. Though we're by no far, by by no means the most ridiculous I've seen because I've seen people who have like bought the original Japanese version of Persona 1 and shit. Yeah. So, and people, I mean like Americans. People like <laughs> Persona. Like people in a, not like people in a country where they would reasonably have the original Japanese version of Persona 5, Persona 1. Yeah, man, um, people like Persona. And I've actually rapidly realized I really, really hate the first playthrough of the Persona game. Why? Because it's so much, well, I, I was enjoying this interaction with you as a person, but now I have to spend several weeks grinding my charisma. Oh, yes, the social stats... Yeah, those the stats are a bit. Mm. I forgot about that because I've I've been playing replays for so long. I forgot. Like, oh right, you don't usually start with. I was on my stats. seventh replay of the game. I had three hundred something hours say a log to Jeez. it. Yeah, I I I I play like like I don't I don't rush to this game at all. So I get I get like sixty seventy hour playthroughs. <laughs> um. But yeah, I am thoroughly enjoying Persona 5 uh, Royal. I am really enjoying all the new stuff, because I obsessively went over the old game with a fine-toothed comb. So I was really worried that this new game would just be feeling, would feel like, oh great, I've got two-thirds of a game that I know backwards and forwards, and I'm going to be bored the fuck out of. But literally, in the like intro cutscene dungeon, there's new shit. Right, Alex? Yes. There is literally all, new shit and a new character all, introduced. All of, all of, a, all of a sudden they go, oh, hey, you have a grappling hook now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like fucking out of left field. And every every dungeon you see new shit. There's these things called will seeds, which give you an item. And if you go into mementos and meet with a small child who's trying to study humanity, you get an upgrade to that item, which is cool as fuck. But I'm forgot, not very far the most, in the game right the now. the most important part of the will seed. What's that? It gives you gives you some SP back. Yeah, that's true. The will seed does help you get some SP back. So it's a I great. I was like, I can finally finish it. the final dungeon in one day because I have enough SP to do it. Thank you, will seeds. Oh, you weren't able to finish it in one day before. 
I mean, I could. It was just, it was, it was just frustrating because I had to rely on physical attacks. Oh, that's another long. thing. I actually dislike with this thing that they changed. They changed how the gun works. Now you don't use up your ammo. That's bullshit. You well, use up you, your ammo no, in one fight, and one then one fight, and then it automatically reloads. Yeah, that's bullshit. And yeah, that's it's like it's basically all right. Bah, 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 I win. It's because nobody used the guns originally. Because it's like, well, I might, might save that for a rainy day. I used rainy them day for the auto came. downs. Yeah, that was the smartest use for it. If you saw a persona that you didn't have, using it for the auto down was a really great strategic use. Just get auto down until you, the game is practically over. Yeah, but or, at that well, point, that's over. when that's when you get a lot of the personas that are resistant to pretty much everything. I I used it. I used it specifically for. I used it specifically to um test. You know, hey, are you weak to bullets? Nope. Okay. Are you weak to bullets? Yep. Okay. Cool. That's all I'm using on you. That like I essentially used like. Two bullets, maybe you can use a fight. it strategically. Yeah, I essentially use like maybe two bullets a fight. We're we're now it's all right. Spam it out. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's free damage. Is this how Dark Souls people feel? When you mentioned easy mode. Probably. Probably. Again, I'm doing my first playthrough on normal because. I kind of like I was playing on the maximum difficulty before, but that was with maxed out level gear. So I don't actually like have the confidence in myself to be able to play now, this a, game with normal gear. A lot, a, there's a, a lot of things that make the game significantly easier unless you're playing on like the really hard difficulties. Yeah. So I'm um, guessing, one, I'm guessing one, people were still like, it's too hard. One change I really, really like. After you go into a palace or mementos, you don't have to go to bed. Oh really? You can you can do something, but you can only go to LeBlanc. But you can do stuff around LeBlanc, like make tools, yes. study, read a book, go to the bathroom, play a video game. Like you can do something after you've been to Mementos, but only in LeBlanc, which devalues Kawakami's massage a bit. So I'm no longer rushing towards getting that because that was a really powerful, useful ability to have because that allowed me to grind out my my social stats. A lot faster. Yeah. Um, you can do that only as long as Morgana is there. Yeah. You know, in those yeah, certain the days times when Morgana is not there, she's the certain days when Morgana's gone, no he's Morgana. like, I better, he's like, I better just go to bed. I feel so I lonely. Oh, I can't work my out without gone. my cat. I better, I better go into depression nap. Um. Well, boo. But uh, and like. Akechi's actually a person this time, <laughs> which is great because I know he's supposed to survive and like come back in the like second in the third semester. So I'm looking forward to that now because while I hate Akechi because he's an asset, like I'm still looking forward to getting to know him as a person. Uh, I like Kasumi so far. She's a she's a, she's an interesting character. I don't want to go too far into it. Uh, because she's the new, she is the character that everyone's going to be excited for. She's uh, she's the new character, but they're 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 careful to not make her Marie, which is either good or bad. You, you know which character I actually relate to them. Like I finally have a character that I relate to, and it's the 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 counselor. Oh, oh. because why he's a haggard, tired guy who's just trying to help everybody feel a little bit better, and nobody trusts. <laughs> 
Like, my wife looked at him and said, distress. And I'm like, he's just standing there. She's like, he seems shifty. I'm like, that's because you don't like psychologists. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he does look shifty. He yeah, does I mean, look he a does little shifty. I'm not going to deny. He, he, looks, he seems like he's up to something. He looks, oh, um, fuck. I'm trying to remember. Like, fuck, I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, shit. Um, like, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a second. Give me a second. He looks like the guy from Persona 3. Uh, I have also spent I mean, little, far yeah. too much time playing Tycoon. Oh. It's highest difficulty now. Tycoon? Um, God, that game is addictive. Oh, the... Uh, the Card game? The mini game. Yeah, there's, there's, this, there's this thing where like you can go into what is basically a debug mode or a debug room. No. Or you can play mini game. Well, I mean, you can play mini games, and you can watch. You can play sound it's files. Your palace. And, it's your palace. Uh, yes, is quote is quote yeah. your palace. Okay, yeah, which is so fucking awesome. So I figured out who he reminds me of. Who does he remind you? Adachi. Oh. Adachi. Yeah, like like visually, when I looked at him, I was like, oh, it's Adachi. Okay, I can see that. Just, just because like I was, the, I was just like those like the hair was, and like the half smile kind of thing. Like Adachi when he started that, started that game, Adachi was very friendly. And this guy looks like a similar kind of approachable Adachi, but then you get to the end of it, it's like, oh, it turns out I'm Satan. I thought he looks more like the uh um Akutsuki from Persona 3, though it's basically the same character. Hey. Like, like character design wise, he does uh, look like I, the guy from Persona 3. I'm so I'm so quirky and fun. <laughs> now prepare yourself. Like, like, yeah, like, like design wise, he very much looks like a Persona Three character. But just the feeling I got from him, he felt like Adachi. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, Which is why I need to be like, let me guess, you're you want to fuck one of these children, don't you? So another change that I really love um, is the phone. In in the original, it's only texting. And I think you get like one call and it's kind of like, does my phone even work like a phone? <laughs> now, he's but, on, he's like, on one of those stripped down phones you buy for like a hundred bucks to like get away from technology. And like now you actually get calls from your friends. You get calls from your confidants after, uh, after pretty much every confidant encounter. Um, and it adds, it, it's, it's really nice. I really like it. And I don't know why I like it so much. It's because it reminds um, you of the before times. Oh God, we're going to be talking like that soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've added crossword puzzles, which I like. I like the crossword puzzles because I love crossword puzzles in real life. Um, thankfully, I haven't had to look up a guide yet. Uh, I am still only at Futaba's Palace. I only just got Futa- to Futaba's Palace because uh, I've been dragging my feet a little bit because it's my first playthrough. Uh, I've actually been kind of treating it as my casual playthrough. I'll just do whatever the fuck comes to mind, and next playthrough I'll grind out a bunch of shit. Uh, and even still, I've kind of almost maxed out all my social stuff. <laughs> and it's not because it's easy. It's because I was like, I want to get to- Dr. Takemi to like me. I have to get my charm up. So I'm going to go eat a bunch of Big Bang Burgers because I, I also need to get my guts up. Yes, I want you fuckers to like me, so come join me at this goddamn burger establishment, you pieces of shit. Like, um, um, I I'm must get taken, guts up by eating burgers. 
I've also taken more baths in this one playthrough than I did in any of my other playthroughs combined. Because <laughs> there was like a two-week period in-game after I beat Kaneshiro's Bank, where I was just like, all right, Big Bang Burger, bath. Big Bang Burger, bath. Big Bang Burger, bath. Every day that I didn't have a confidant, like, hey, let's hang out. <laughs> so that was my schedule for like two weeks in that game. I mean, that would probably knock you the fuck out real good. Like, if in real life you ate, like, a fucking, like, 25-pound burger, took, like, a hot bath, and just passed the fuck out. Okay, so here's the thing. At this point, it was the biggest burger. Like, I had gotten to the point where I was eating, like, a burger that was as tall as Dead Man is, probably. Hell yeah, dude. Every night. <laughs> No, every day, because you can only go to the bathhouse at night. Yeah, every so I was spending, single day. I was spending 3,000 yen a day, which is what, $3? 30. Thir I was spending $30 every day to try and make myself more charming by eating the greasiest thing I could find <laughs> and taking a bath. It's like, yeah, dude, fuck, like, yo, bro, how'd you get so fucking charming, dude? It's like, well, it was very easy. What did I went to? A, what did I went to a fast food restaurant and ate their deep fryer. <laughs> I and love then, Persona 5 and I'm probably going to be talking about it for the next few recordings and then I slept in a bathtub for like a week <laughs> came to the other side I was the most charismatic motherfucker you have ever met I also like uh, I really like uh, Kyoji Kyokichi the shopping area the new shopping area uh, where you can go play darts with your friends you can go I haven't gone to the jazz lounge actually because I've been too busy um, or the temple. I mean, but I one of the things I really like is the, the temple's kind of a waste. Shop. All it, all it really does is um, raise your SP for the most part. I, yeah. I don't think it does anything else. Eh. So it's the same as uh, working out. Something I never bother doing because my HP. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, would you like would you like a minute stat increase or would you like to build your confidence? I think I'll do that. Yeah, you could um, become better friends with anybody, or you could have two more HP. But there is a clothing shop that buys used clothing, and they give you money and points, and you can spend the points to get cool shit from the clothing shop, like a grab bag of random clothing. So, like, if you don't feel like washing your clothes, you can just go sell them off and randomly hope to get the clothes that you would have gotten out of washing them. <laughs> I still wash them every time, because why the <laughs> fuck not? Um, it's like, hey, I don't know what the fuck kind of shirt this thing is, but it's covered in fucking dog shit. Can you give me a new one? Pretty much, actually. Um, there's uh, there's the darts, obviously. There's uh, item shops that like I I give you uh, like uh, the items are way more. The equips are way more useful to the point where I'm not gonna bother equipping my party with SP uh, regen at the end. Like, because in in my first playthrough, I just bought a bunch of the SP regens and slapped them on everybody and said that's good. Because then I could spam powers. Now. Everybody's probably going to end up with one of the will ranks because they are stupid good. Um, and speaking of the will rings, that brings me to a character that I need to talk about. Uh, Egghead Child. <laughs> I don't remember his name. I think it's like Jose or something. Yeah, that's um, it. It's Jose. But he seems to be like some kind of like mementos being who just, he like, I first met him in my thieves den. Um... But then you can also meet him on, like, leaving mementos, and they'll be like, Hey, there are random flowers scattered about down here. Do you want to help me get them? 
Also, collect stamps for every floor you go to, because they let you rewrite the fabric of this reality. He looks like Aegis's younger brother. That wouldn't surprise me, actually. <laughs> but no, uh, so the flowers let you buy shit. They're, they're a, like a fifth currency in the game. Because there's like like everywhere has their own special currency. Like the fish, uh, the fish game has its points. The uh, clothing shop has its points. Um, okay, so that's like a third currency because I don't think there's actually anywhere else that you spend independent points. Um, but anyway, uh, so like you can buy, and it's, there's some really cool stuff. Like there's actually items now to cause stat buffs. It's not not stat buffs. Um. Not the status effects, the uh, afflictions, to cause afflictions, like confusion, dizzy, uh, stuff like that. So I'm just buying all of the confusion ones so I can use them on bosses to get infinite money. As you do. Mm -hmm. But what's really useful about him is uh, the stamps. You use the stamps to rewrite the reality of mementos. So you can buff the amount of XP you get, you can buff the amount of money you get, or you can buff the amount of items you get, which is what I am doing. Because the idea of running over one of those shitty little boxes and getting eight crafting materials is awesome to me. <laughs> it's like, hey, I could spend years down here grinding, or I could spend a couple of hours. I never really need to be higher level, because I always seem to be right in a good line for the dungeon. Um, I can just get a bunch of money by confusing the bosses and I'm going to get money from selling the sellables from within those boxes. So also, boxes. they changed, they changed the strength confidence. So you can fuse personas above your level only like when it's halfway through instead of the final part. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. The, fi like, the final part just gives you a discount instead. I'm going to grind the strength confidence soon because like I want to get that shit done. Um, I so also it's like really it'll like, cost it'll cost all your money, but you can have a level seventy persona right now when you're only level thirty. Or you could have gotten the free DLC and get a level ninety persona. Because <laughs> the free DLC gives you like ridiculously powerful persona for. Early oh yeah, games. they give they get all the DLC for the first game. They just flat out give you for free. Which mm -hmm. that's yeah no like and that like that's where the choice comes in. Like I don't use those persona because they're cheap <laughs> yeah I, yeah I only i only use i only use the basic ones that are like well this isn't too broken but yes like hey do you want level 90 messiah right now which is just dumb like why the fuck like hey do you want to play the game or not yeah that's because when they, when it first came out they didn't release the high level personas until like a month Halfway into the through. game when it was assumed that most people would have already finished the game without them by now but here it's just hey We'll just give you all these personas. Like, hey, hey new, do you miss having Satin Isle? Do you miss having Satin Isle? Here's an equivalent power level. <laughs> basically what it was. Hey, look, do you want to take damage or not? Okay. <laughs> it's like, you, you can't have your ultimate persona, but you can have the guy from Persona 3s. You can't uh, have your ultimate persona, yeah, no, just uh, everyone that's better than him. Yes. I absolutely love this game. Um... And I could spend days and days talking about it, but I'm going to hand a little bit of time over to Alex so he can talk about parts he's enjoying. Uh, and then we'll move on to my, my next and last thing. 
Okay. So I'm also playing Persona 5 Royal, and I'm also at about Futaba's Palace, so apparently we start at the same time and are playing at the same pace. Uh, well, <laughs> but, uh, I got the game like five days ago, I want to say. Oh. But I, I had to download it, which I didn't really want to do because I don't like not having physical games. But I was like, well, all the game stores around here are shut down. And if I buy it, it's probably not going to get here for like a month. So I was like, oh, all right, fine. I actually considered doing just that. Yeah. <laughs> but then I, then my GameStop called me. I was like, hey, uh, we're still we're still like kind of vaguely open. <laughs> no, mine is. Here's how you can buy out. your game. And I was like, yes, give me my game. Yeah, I mine was going out of bit business anyway so they're they were just like no we're done yeah i was the same uh, i was in the same like idea or like i i had a similar um what is it like i guess conflict earlier this month like because i because i wanted to get a game for the switch Mm -hmm. but any game that i could potentially get i want to be able to sell back in the chance that i don't like it the two specific ones being pokemon and Fire Emblem Three Houses. Both of which would cost me $90. Wow. And then it's it's like, hey, I have played a Fire Emblem before. I have played a Pokemon before. I have not been a huge fan of either one. But literally everyone who owns a Switch says you have to play these fucking things. I disagree. Every article, every every person who owns a Switch that writes articles about it on the internet. Okay, I'll write an article saying that you don't have to. It will literally <laughs> just be those words. It will be you the don't only, have to it play. Will be the only you don't thing have to ever, play any game. It will be the only thing you ever submit to this site, and I'll reject it. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be like yeah, it's, it's like so. Fire Fire the Three Houses and Pokemon Sword and Shield are not games great you necessarily games, have, you have, have to have great games, but you don't have to have them for the Switch. Dead. <laughs> I'm writing this so you feel better about not buying them. Dead. Entirely targeted advertising. It's just I need things to play on the Switch. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. Um, Because I personally like like, the last thing I played on it. I'll be talking about later. I personally felt like I was wasting my Switch until I got um, Digimon Cyber Sleuth on there because I was like, man, I've played like nothing on my Switch, and then I got Cyber Sleuth and put eighty hours into it, like in a week. Anyway, back to you, Alex, on Persona 5 Royal. All right. So so uh, the one thing that I got really into was the fusion, because there's this new thing they have where uh, after you beat a certain the amount of enemies, alarm. it's like, yes, all of a sudden the Velvet, the Velvet Room sends out an alarm, which says, hey, you better get here and fuse some stuff because you haven't fused anything in five minutes. And if you do that, um, not only not only are... Uh, if you, if you sacrifice personas or if you make turn them into items, not only are they powered up, but also there. But also, there's a thing where a, after you fuse something, uh, it'll t- the they're, they'll like be all sparkly and it'll say, uh, "Hey, if you fuse this with another persona, something would happen." And it gives you something completely random and rewrites all the skills. And sometimes it can give you something significantly higher level with significantly higher. Levels. I was I was like at level twenty. I got like a level 40 something persona with all the dine skills. And I was like, oh, that seems significantly Broken. overpowered. But at least you earned it. <laughs> I did, like, yes. Not like Messiah Piccolo. <laughs> so, 
So so now every, every after every couple of battles, I go, oh, I better go back to the velvet room and screw around with the fusion alarm, and then I do that for like an hour, resetting to see what I get because I was like, nah, I could do better. Ah, oh, boo! Oh, I could do better. Boo! Boo! You fucking well. Sometimes, I, well, sometimes I give up. You I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even trying to. I'm not even trying to min max. I'm just curious what would happen. You don't. I got. I got something really good, and then I. I didn't. And I didn't save because I was like, nah, I just want to see what happened. <laughs> this, at, the, at this point, your cave cave dropped. Cave left, cave left, because I said I didn't keep the overpowered broken thing I had. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. So yeah. Okay, so my I, cat I unplugged my headset for a second there. Oh, I thought I thought you left because I was like, yeah, I didn't keep those overpowered things I made. I no, no, my that. my cat unplugged my headset. Hopefully, it didn't fuck up my uh, recording too much. Yeah, here's open. All right. What? Here's open. Yeah, here's open. <laughs> so anyway. But no, so so I sp- I just spent an hour like resetting and refusing stuff, not just to get good stuff. I just wanted to see what would happen. Bah. I wanted to see what I would. I wanted to see what I would get. That's a bunch of bullshit. You fucking save scum. Real men don't save scum. No, it'd be, Except it'd be in save Pokemon. Scum. It'd be save scum if I was like try- You know, if I yeah, if I was Pokemon, like I'm trying to get a shiny. Tr- trying yeah. to get all, trying to get all those, uh, all six IVs. But no, I was just like, I wonder what would happen if I tried this. I think I'll try this now. I'm mostly messing with you. I honestly don't have it in me to this uh, to save and reload that game because it it's really annoying to actually like save for me because I'm used to games that automatically back out after you've successfully saved. You know what I mean? Uh, no. I can't think of too many games that are just like, hey, you save. Would you like to stop now? No, no, no. Not back out of the game. Back out of the save menu. Like, you've saved. Now, go back to playing. Oh, I'm supposed to. We're just like, hey, would you like to save on another file? Would you like to save? Would you like to save? I'm never confident that I've saved, so I end up saving, like, three times. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) It's so frustrating because it never says it never it never is like you've just saved on this file. <laughs> it's, it's so you, it's so in case you want to make multiple saves because you know in case you screw up. So you're enjoying the fusion alarms. I'm very much enjoying the fusion alarms. Well, yeah, I was like, oh, this. Let's see what happens. All right, I guess I should get back to the game now. You know, one thing that I like the the thing I I actually went with, like, wasn't even close to the best thing I made. I was just like, I just want to see what happens. One thing that I really hope is still in the game, but I'm not sure if it is, was the random fusion option where you just throw something in and get something random out. Oh, those. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't gotten that far. That doesn't happen until later. Oh yeah, that was that was also crazy because it was like, hey, here's a random fusion option, no, no level restrictions. Hey, here's an end game persona. Hey, somehow you, you got Satin Isle. What? <laughs> no, you no, you can't get Satin Isle, but you can I, it's get a like joke. An, it's a joke. But you you can get a f- ultimate level persona if you've unlocked the uh, if you've unlocked it by maxing the confidence. So it's like, hey, hey, here's Alice when you're only oh. in September. One change with the fusions that I really fucking love, you don't have to have them in your uh, in your party anymore for the, like, three-level 
three oh, yeah. sort of three type fusions. It's like then, it's like have you have you made have you made these personas? Okay, we'll just automatically take it from the compendium and deduct the cost. Mm-hmm. Which is really really nice because it was such a pain. Like, oh, uh, which ones do I? I okay, let me look. All right, now I need to back out until I can get to the register slash summon personas. All right, I don't have enough slots. Let me let me cook this guy into this guy so we can make him stronger. All right, now I can bring out all three of those fuckers. So much more convenient now. You could also make more than one item per day, which is really broken, kind of. Yeah, I don't really think it's broken. Because honestly, in, in a lot of the items that you get from there aren't even the best items. Well. well like, if you're well, farming skill cards, that's a really great way to do it, but... Yeah. But a lot of it is like, hey, you can make all the ultimate weapons. Because it used to be like, you'd have to pick... In the original game, You assuming you, you know were on your first playthrough, you wouldn't be unlocking like a lot of the ultimate personas until like at the very, very end of the game where you kind of had to pick and choose which ultimate weapons you want. But now it's just like, hey, you can have all of them. Yeah. They also drop a it's also a lot easier to get the items you need to convert them into items in the first place. I remember Oh yeah, no, it's ridiculously easy to get the black rocks, the model guns, the remember, um, like, black it, it, Kogatanas, the black robes. You can only get like one model gun until like the halfway point, but here it's just like, hey, I have like. Hey, I never had any trouble getting into model guns. Like, I I usually had a couple of them in stock by the time I got to Futaba's Palace, but here it's all right. Every t- every like you go into Mementos once a day, and you've got a black, uh, you've got a model gun. So, yes, it's, uh, I mean, at least it feels, I'm, I'm glad it feels different. I wonder if all these things are, I mean, well, I'm, I assume they're all going to be, uh, in the next Persona game, you know, assuming they ever get to Persona 6. Yeah, assuming. Well, given how successful Persona 5 has been. Yeah, but there was also an, there was also like a almost 10 year gap between Persona 4 and Persona 5. Conversely, they released they released the first um, four games within like the same decade. And they released four only like two years after three. So all of a sudden they're just like, hey, here's Persona 5. And four years later, and here's Persona 5 again. Yeah, it was eight years was the gap between Persona 4 and Persona 5. Now you have me scared. <laughs> Let's move on to something more, more, more pleasant. Something that won't I mean, terrify me. I, mean, I mean that was. I mean that wasn't the norm because like they they released like twenty Shin Megami Tensei games within from between two thousand and two thousand ten because they kept reusing the same engine. But uh, yeah, once once they got to HD, they were like, oh, we can't use the PS two engine anymore. Oh no, we'll have to redraw everything i actually really want to play like an, I, I want them to release a new shin megami tensei game so i can like try that franchise out because oh it's coming shin megami tensei 5 has been in the works for like four years now awesome <laughs> hopefully it'll be the same quality or better than persona 5 hopefully it comes out at some point because they, <laughs> they uh they haven't they haven't really they released like one trailer like two years ago and that was it and then they're just like oh yeah it's coming it's still coming 
Maybe they'll release it soon because uh, I don't think there's any Persona 5 stuff lined up anytime soon. Well, like, Cave, do you still have a 3DS? Uh, yeah. We could try out Shimagami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, which came out in February 2016. Meh. I'll wait. <laughs> I could get a game <laughs> available now, or I could wait potentially forever. Well, yeah, but, like. Eh, it should. Honestly, that came around, the, around the same time as Persona 5, didn't it? Uh, same year. Okay, maybe I will try same it. Same year, yeah. We'll see, I'll see if I can engines, find a copy. Entirely different engines considering that Persona 5 was built for the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 and Shin Megami Tensei 4 was built for the 3DS. Yeah, but uh, I'll give it, I'll see if I can't find a copy. Um, uh, so, anything else to or say f- about Persona 5, Alex? Uh, no. Alright. I think, I think I said everything, so you may go so back to whatever the, you were saying. So, the about. other drain on my life. Animal Crossing. I got it day of release. And yes. people were breaking the quarantine to go get Animal Crossing. Of course, I have been playing. I have been playing daily, and this recording is actually interfering with me doing my daily runs. Oh, um, so Curse I'm starting to get a little twitchy. I'm starting to get a little twitchy because I haven't hit my money rock what have, today. What have you done? I get my daily uh, in. <laughs> also, it's my fishing tourney today, so I do need to get out, get out there and participate. I might have missed it already, though. Um, so, uh, Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizons is the most beautiful and most advanced Animal Crossing game in the series. Which is to say, I say it like that because they like, that's, that's every Animal Crossing game is just a step above the previous one. Like, I don't think there's been one that was a, oh, they backslid. Um, crafting is kind of lackluster like the crafting is like I have gone entire days of play without doing it beyond making new tools because my old tools broke and once I unlock the ability to buy the higher quality tools I'm probably not going to do much crafting Okay. it really feels like it was an addition that they threw on because they were like oh people love crafting in games Everyone loves crafting. What was that one? The Minecraft? Yeah. Um, and I do love crafting in games. I actually do like I I do when I do craft, I get into it. But it's a little bit lackluster. Yeah, um, bro, do you craft? For example, a good a good crafting game. Hey, you've got shit that you need in this thing in your nebulous space inventory. We're just gonna access it for you so that you can auto craft it. Without having to go in, get the specific materials you need and the quantities you need, and get bored within five seconds. Um, uh, Animal Crossing. Hey, you need 90 of this particular item that you have 150 of. Go get it. We're not even going to tell you that you have 150 of it, so you won't know whether or not you can craft it until you check. Go get it. Better run, fucker. Um... Other other op, other examples of good crafting system. And I'm going to tell you right now, Minecraft fails all of these examples. <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft's crafting system is not very good. Like, I'm just going to say it. Um, They're lining up outside your house right now. <laughs> they can. What I'm not going to go outside. Six feet of social distancing. What have you done? <laughs> You've summoned the ones of people who play Minecraft religiously who will hear this. 
Uh, I'm the ones of people who play Minecraft religiously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Uh, so the uh, the uh, the next thing I was talking about is uh, storage space. One of the most important things when come when it comes to crafting is convenient storage space for your mountains of crafting materials. Limited storage space, Animal Crossing New Horizons. What do you mean I can't Fair- carry nine thousand pounds of dirt with me? Fairly limited, like genuinely, it's fairly limited. And I know I am talking about the negatives, so I can then just sit here basking about the positives first. Yeah, I remember when the like right. the, I remember when like the last or like the one before that came out, the like Animal Crossing before this one or the last one came out. New Leaf. Uh, I don't I don't remember the I don't remember exactly which one they're talking about because every Animal Crossing is basically the same. Uh, but yeah, they were talking about it, and it's like and now they're lining up outside your house, dead. Yeah, they were talking about like the storage. There's Animal like, Crossing players don't go outside. Yeah, they were talking about like the uh, storage, like the carrying capacity. And one dude was like, "Yo, you can you can stack fruit." They're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, you just drag it out fruit. It's like, and then and one dude just went quiet to test it. Like, holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, it auto stacks now. Everything auto stacks that can stack auto stacks, and that's very convenient. Thank God. Um, it's like they thank God they finally caught up with gaming fucking twenty five years ago. Yep. Uh, let's see. What other negatives can I talk about in Animal Crossing New Horizons before I continue? Um. Oh, yeah. So uh, eventually you get terraforming tools. Wait, and what? it. Uh, yeah. Terraforming tools. You can read. You can redesign your entire island. It fucking sucks. How powerful is this mayor? Very. But no, the terraforming tools fucking suck. They're inaccurate. They're slow. And you're going to rebuild the thing you were trying to knock down seven or eight times before you finally get it perfect. Unless you get really practiced at it. And the only people who are going to get really practiced at it are the people who are way too dedicated to Animal Crossing. So, half. Yeah, about half of the players. Uh, And the final, final bad thing that I think they have actively been trying to fix. Bunny Day. The fuck, fuck is Bunny Day? Bunny Day. So Bunny Easter. Day is the Easter equivalent in Animal Crossing, and it has destroyed any means of making money or gathering crafting materials. So like a holiday. Yeah. What they did what they did in this game for Bunny Day is they have balloons that have random recipes, and random recipes will wash up on your beach. And to make these recipes, you need to collect eggs. And where are these eggs? Oh, well, actually really interesting, convenient places. You see, non-fruit-bearing trees will have eggs scattered throughout them, which is nice. You see, there will also be eggs buried in the ground, which is nice. And there are eggs in some of the balloons, which is nice. And then we get to the fuck you, guys. Why'd you do this part? Because they're Because <coughs> when you chop a, t- a tree, you get wood. Except now. Now you get eggs. When you hit a shovel, when you hit a rock with your shovel, you get minerals. Except now you get eggs. And when you fish, you get fish. Except now you get fucking eggs. <laughs> so it's just like so. So you just so you you set out your fishing line, you pull up an egg, and you're like, how did how did that work? How did the egg bite it? And I am exaggerating because it's not as many eggs. It's like it's like a third of all is eggs. But when we when it first started. Fish were pretty much like 80 to 90% eggs. 
And fishing is how I play that game. I love fishing in Animal Crossing. It's my favorite uh, side activity. So I can't fish. I can't do one of the things I love most in Animal Crossing because eggs. I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing Cave like fishing up an egg and then doing like a Dan versus roar at the sky. <laughs> just a bunny day. That happened a few times actually. Um. So, but they have been fixing it because now it seems like it's one in every five or six fish that I get an egg. So I'm a little calmer, but fuck bunny day. Thank God. Those balance patches are coming out strong. Oh, they've released like four patches since bunny day started. Hopefully they'll be ready for tournament season. Bunny day is tomorrow, which means soon I'll be able to get back to the part of animal crossing. I love the most, which is fishing, fishing and getting fish, not eggs. Yeah. And then after the next three balance patches, get ready to get ready to see Animal Crossing Bunny Day on the, on the main stage at Evo. <laughs> they, Who are they gonna have like all the items the fastest? Are they gonna have all like Tree have Day in box. December? Where like if you fish, you pull up a Christmas tree? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that would actually be really cool. That would be hilarious. The first tree would be cool because the first fish egg was cool. By the thirtieth time, I'd be ready to throw my my switch. Yeah, you, oh. you, just, you just cast your you just cast your line out off the shore, reel it in. Somehow you pull out a tree that's 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 that's, that's larger than the area you were fishing was deep. But the one of the be- one of the things I love most about Animal Crossing New Horizons right now is I can't go see my friends in person, so they're coming to my island. Bitch night. Almost I ain't asking you. Much. You'll smash something. <laughs> Maybe this was all a plot by Nintendo the whole time. You, 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 you just go to your island one day and see a skeleton banging your doors like, play me in Commander. <laughs> Tomorrow. Come on, God. God um, damn, I have this artifact deck I want to trust. Are you too scared of the toy box? You're, you, may not be, you, may, you may not be that good at it, but at least you'll play me. God damn it, I, taught um, you the, I taught you the basics last week, didn't I? You didn't teach me. You just hit me with the rule book over and over again. Uh, That's good uh, enough. <laughs> Why am I Vince McMahon all of a sudden? Um, thankfully, you can't just go to Person's Island. They have to intentionally like open their gates and let you in. Um, but no. Uh, other things that I really am enjoying about, specifically New Horizons. Um, I love the clothing wand. Because one of my favorite things in Animal Crossing is to get costumes together and like have fun costume ideas. And it's a real pain to change your clothes in other games. Because you have to go, you have to get all the stuff out, you have to put it on. In this game, you can just set a bunch of costumes to the quick wheel. And then, haha, now I'm a ninja. Now I'm a samurai. Now I'm a cat. That feels Which, like... that. Like, turning into a cat in Animal Crossing feels like cultural appropriation. <laughs> Well, see, that actually leads to a fun theory that I read about Animal Crossing. Oh, um, yeah, everyone loves. None of them are actually brother. animals; they're all furries. <laughs> no, because Zipper no. T- Zipper the bunny no. he, like actively has a zipper on their on the back of their heads, and some of the bunnies have like hair that's sticking out from under a hood, like as if they're wearing the bunny hood item. 
You can buy the bunny hood item. You can buy cat hoods. You can buy dog faces. You can buy duck faces. So one of the fan theories is that all of the animals in Animal Crossing are just furries who can afford different qualities of fursuit, and you're the one normal guy who moved to town. So, every fan theory is wrong. That sounds funny. Yeah. Uh, I have a fan theory myself um, that you're in witness protection. And the, th- the theory comes from the fact that there are two, two people who are in charge of your travel. Uh, the Dodo brothers, Wilbur and Orville. I think that's their names. Uh, And Wilbur burns all of his flight plans once he's done using them. Which really sounds like something you do when you don't want someone to be able to figure out where the fuck you are. Also, you mysteriously get shipped out to a random fuck-off island where your only means of communication is a government-issued cell phone. You have to personally authorize every person that comes to your island. And on top of all of that, you're in charge of whether or not people are allowed to move at random. Sure, you invite campers and KK Slider and shit. But I think that you're in witness protection. I think you are a closeted furry who is in witness protection for turning on like the furry mafia. Going back to and point that's one, Animal Crossing. Yeah, going back to point one, all fan theories are wrong. Oh yeah, mine's totally wrong. Like I, I, I it's, no. but it's it's a fun thought. It's a fun yeah, thought experiment. Yeah, that's all these things are just thought experiments. Because the actual truth is, Nintendo was like, "Hey, make things cute," so they did. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> another thing that I really like is uh, the island from Animal Crossing New Leaf has been revamped in uh, in uh, like a few ways. You you can now buy Nook Miles tickets that take you to randomly generated islands, some of which are worth fucking boatloads of cash. Others are worth absolutely nothing. Good lord, how much fucking real estate does Tom Nook have? So much. So fucking much. Um where's that fan theory? That he's a real estate tycoon or a god or something? No, like where like where's the fan theory about what uh, how Tom Nook came to came to power? I think he's a god. <laughs> <sighs> so, uh, let's see what else. Um, uh, everything is movable in this game, which is really really nice because I didn't like the placement of my museum, so I just moved it. I was just like, fuck it, you go up here. Um, oh, there is one, another thing that I hate. Uh, the first camper you get, you have to take, and I despise the first camper I get got, and the game wouldn't progress until I took them. So I've put them in prison. Oh. <laughs> God. I put them in prison, and I complain about them daily to try and get them thrown off the island. <laughs> this... <sighs> Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah, it's Animal Crossing, all right. Just a bunch of nothing with horrifying cons- with horrifying implications. I also have uh, Godzilla attacking a pagoda on my island. We didn't because Nintendo, those were Wait, did Nintendo make a deal with Toei at the same time Wizards did? No. They got uh they they made a vaguely Godzilla-like giant monster. Cowards. Yeah. 
Um, Imagine the guy so, that could do it, Nintendo like, could do it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he's he's just sitting on like I've got I have one of the big one of my big things is secrets. Like I like to have secrets on my island for my friends to discover. None of them are going to listen to this, so I can just lay them out here. Uh, on well, my the beach, problem right there, man. You gotta look, gotta fucking sell this shit to people. They don't want to hear my voice. <laughs> Good thing you're wow, only a third of the depressing. show, and barely that at that. Yeah, but they didn't have to listen to you and Alex. Exactly. Yes. Um, on my beach is a Statue of Liberty. Uh, <laughs> specifically in reference to you blew it all up, you damn dirty. You know, yeah, little Planet you of the Apes, dirty Statue furries. of Liberty. Yeah. Um, up on the, in the hidden in a section of my island, surrounded by fir trees is a lamppost. Trees are furries. <laughs> F I R dead. F I R. <laughs> what are you saying? Some motherfucker doesn't want to bang a Douglas fir. I don't want to meet them. I'm pretty These sure they're, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're anthropomorphic trees. Yeah. There, are pe- there are people that identify as trees. They're guaranteed there are. They call them barkies. Um, but over there, I've got a, uh, I've got a lamppost uh, referencing the uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Um, I've got the Godzilla and the Pagoda thing tucked off in the corner. Um, my prison is slowly getting worse too. Uh, like I've given him a way to escape in that there is a sewer hatch, like a manhole cover, right in front of his house. Mm. <laughs> because I hate him. <laughs> but then I immediately put a electric generator right behind his house. It's not hooked up to anything. It's just there to make noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, because I'm a terrible person and I hate this I hate I hate him. Uh, I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way he talks. Uh, I honestly like there, like if there was a villager I could hate more, I would love to not meet them. <laughs> um, so he's worse than the ones you have in jail. No, he is the one I have in jail. Oh, did you put, did you put the manhole in front of his house before or after you put him in jail? After hmm. I'm giving him a glimmer of hope. Let him crawl through that mile of, uh, a mile of sewage so he can wander randomly on my beach. <laughs> Andy Dufresne thought crawled through a mile of sewage that night and came on the other side not really sure what to do with himself. (laughs) Another thing that I really love is that the animals will look down at his horrible, disgusting body and just like, is it worth it? (laughs) (laughs) Let me let the waves just wash it all away. (laughs) Um, Another thing that I really love is that the animals can be caught just covered in shit. (laughs) <laughs> the animals can just be caught interacting with things, you know, like they'll be lifting weights at random, eating cupcakes. Uh, I've even caught one of my villagers washing their hands, which is really great. Cause um, my campsite I have set up with a, a wash basin and a garbage can right next to it. You know, COVID crisis. I want everybody to like keep themselves clean and healthy. Um, Except for except for him, he except can stay him. in his prison and crawl through the sewage. 
He's in prison. Every, every day I go out of there and cough on him. But yeah, I actually haven't even, I haven't been doing much during the Funny Day Festival because I fucking despise Funny Day with every fiber of my being and will ignore it every year now. <laughs> oh my God. It is the worst thing to have in Animal Crossing ever. Oh, <laughs> this is, this is a lot of emotion for Animal Crossing. <laughs> It it like I almost quit the game when Animal Day when Bunny Day ruined Jesus. the game for me. <laughs> That's how mad I was. Uh, thankfully, my friends are still lovely and drag me back into it on a daily basis. With hey, my shop is this cool thing you need to buy. So at least there's that. Um, I still I enjoy my conversations with all of the animals. Uh, I specifically like I have like three favorite animals that I'd make sure to talk to every day so they can never leave. <laughs> and one of them was like, hey, guys, I'm thinking of leaving. And I was like, never. No, he was like, don't hey, I'll stay. <laughs> so basically every animal is imprisoned. <laughs> yes, they can never leave. Never my favorites my, my favorites are never allowed to leave and the ones that I hate won't leave so <laughs> all righty then uh, so I guess that so I guess you gotta employ the purge next <laughs> uh, give the folks uh, who want to leave a reason to stay and give the folks who don't want to leave a reason to leave uh oh also every uh like every animal can just like if you do if you design clothes your animals can put them on and i recently saw one of my favorite characters wearing one of the outfits my wife designed for me and i was just like that's so cute but that's my outfit (laughs) oh that's so cute it's a shame (laughs) um i love the museum the upgrades to the museum are absolutely marvelous um it's so gorgeous to go in and every time a friend comes over oh make sure to tour my museum because i've added something new to it i've caught a new fish i've caught some new bugs i've got some new fossils i'm cranking through that fossil exhibit um i'm very proud of my museum because i've caught i've caught a few sharks that i'm happy with too yeah i love animal crossing uh and i might have to find an excuse to go play uh but that's all i have to talk about anyway all right then, Alex. So this was a while back because we haven't recorded in a while, but I Shh, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. But I'm the man behind the curtain. So I, f- I finished, I finished out my initial playthrough of uh, Final Fantasy 14, and by that I mean until my subscription ran out, and I decided I didn't want to resub anytime soon because there's plenty of other things to play in the meantime. But I managed to get to the first expansion. Congrats! Yay! Did you keep falling off cliffs? No, my. Thankfully, I. Uh, I I pretty well. I, you know, I never I never did try and take on that boss one more time and try not to fall. But the, no, I, I stopped jumping myself to my doom. Congratulations! I became a good dragoon finally. <laughs> it only took you how long? Eh. It's mostly just that one stage. <laughs> Because because I'm 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 not used to games are so like they they block you at like edges now that I just not used to the idea that it'll just let me jump right off the side. Yeah, it's been a minute since there's been like a game since there's been a game that came out that was like, yo, fuck you. Like, ah. 
And I mean like a big, I mean like a big like mainstream, well, more mainstream title. Like I know Dark Souls does that, but like Dark Souls is weird. So it was rough though because there's this point between the the end of the original game and the beginning of the first expansion where like you have to do stuff they patched in to keep people playing. Since uh, I think the game was probably, I think the game was out for like well over a year before they released the first expansion. So, uh, and a lot of it is just like pointless going back and forth while some plot goes on in the background. But you have to get rid of, you have to do all of it before you can finally access the first expansion. So it was a little rough for a while. He's like, hey, f- go here and fight this boss. Okay, now go here and fight this boss. Now go here and fight this boss. Meanwhile, there's a plot of now that you're the super special saviors of the world, this one guy tries to make you into a private army and he gets backing by these, this shady financier who bribes all of the people that you hire and then they'll betray you and you're left with nothing. <laughs> and, then the guy, and then the guy's like, man, I was so stupid to trust those shady merchants to finance everything for us. The ones who were looking for a scapegoat to take over their city, who could have seen this as something that would happen? Yes, and then uh, I, th- I felt like you'd have some kind of response to that. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know, man. So, so you take refuge in the expansions area, where uh, this this is this is one city that has been in the background for the entire main game, but they won't let you in because they only allow the finest people to go to this noble city of dragon slayers. Ah uh, yes, and, uh, you must slay a dragon and also have a bank and also have a net worth of at least a hundred million. So, <laughs> but, honestly, but, that sounds like it. Welcome to Fiddler's but Green. You, but you do spend you do spend a lot a large portion of the latter half of the main game doing random fetch quests for people there. Ugh. So when you show up looking for refuge, they're like, "Well, since you did all those fetch quests for us, sure, come on in." <laughs> yes, and then so when we, they are, and then when, yes, we can and then when the pursuing army is. shows up behind you. The, the pursuing army comes up and they're like, oh, sure, we'll let you know, arrest them. You just have to do a lot of fetch quests for us. <laughs> so it's an MMO. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a weapon. It's a weaponized MMO where they're just like, hey, you did fetch quests for us. Sure. We'll let you into this super exclusive city. Hey, this guy's chasing you. Don't worry. We won't, we won't let him in until he does a million fetch quests. That should probably take months. <laughs> Wait, did you say that an army was chasing you? Yes, an army. Yeah, that would take that would take them like a day because they have an army. Oh, but they have other army things to do. They can't like spend. They can't have to spend the whole army doing well, fetch quests. You, you, the thing you have to take city. into account is all of the players in the army can only get on for like a five minute window. Yeah, because uh, they <laughs> like their moms are very strict about playing MMOs. So also, <laughs> they just they they just frame you to take over a city. So they're like they want to take over that city, not like leave it unoccupied while they do fetch quests to get two guys. But those guys are important. So they're basically like, you win this round, brave adventurer. You win this round, one of two guys. But we'll be back once we do all these fetch quests. I'm going to go get five wolf skins from wolves that may or may not drop their skin. And then I'll be back. I'll be back. And they just hear off in the distance the general like, okay, you're a wolf. I can see your fangs. Why can I not take your fangs? 
It's like, I just killed you. Why don't you have fangs? Give me Where your did bounty, they go? you dead pup. Ah. Bring me 20 bear asses. Wait, I killed the bear. Where is it? It's gone. <laughs> it's the crater. It's like, no, I wanted bear asses, not bear asses. Wait, I don't. What? <laughs> Just, just a bunch of just a bunch of really dumb fetch quests they can't complete because of semantics. Yes. Just, you're changing the you're changing the emphasis on whether on whether it's on bear or asses, but I don't know what that means. Like, do you want to just pull our pants down and moon you, or go hunt bears? It says bear. Come on, this is an MMO. There's a text box. You know what you know what you're doing. Oh no, we don't. Yeah, no, it's just a letter B and a bunch of wingdings. <laughs> uh, n- uh, nice, nice try. Now go, go, do, go away. Go do your fetch quest. We we only let the finest adventurers in here. <laughs> they ask for bare asses. <laughs> only the most noble of heroes can collect the asses of a bear. If you're going to come in here, you need bear. You need to, you need bear hands. And then you just come in with two bear paws. And like not what we meant, but good try. Yes, I, I mean you also had to kill a filthy. You also had to kill a dragon for that. So I mean, I mean the dragon probably helped. <laughs> just like, hey, this dragon is annoying. I wish someone would go take care of it. Oh yeah, I killed it. Oh, that's nice. We'll pay you back someday. We'll pay you back someday. Can I come in? Oh no, only dragon slayers are allowed in. Please kill the dragon. Uh, your economy is not high enough. Oh, thank you. sweetie, you think that was a dragon? That was barely a dragoon. <laughs> it fell off the cliff for you, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, the dragoon, the boss just jumps to try to evade an attack and rolls off the cliff. Just whoop. So, so now, now that you've entered the holy city of dragon slayers, you can become one of the expansion jobs if you want. Except, you know, I was already like, well, I'm already invested into this dragoon. I probably shouldn't change now, <sighs> which is too bad because the dark knights looked really cool. Well, yeah, that's Batman. Yes, try. Damn, it's off a cliff cool. again. So, so. Because because of the way uh, this expansion is designed, even though it introduced three new jobs, you can't actually access them until you get into the expansion, which requires you to finish the main game and then go through all of that first. And it's like, hey, you can be a guy with a gun or a dark knight. The, wait, a guy with a gun? That's the most dangerous person of all. Yes. I didn't think, I didn't think they allowed pure power in an expansion pack like that. Yes, a guy with a gun. For those, for those of you who never listened to the comics podcast... The most dangerous person in the world is a man with a gun. Even in the world of superheroes, you give one guy one pistol. It's deadlier than Superman. Yep. He'll shoot somebody important with that one bullet. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's that, it's whatever fucking narrative conceits they have to fucking make. Whatever goddamn ridiculous luck they have to put into there. So that so that a guy with a gun, like even even blood over in the fucking the TV series, 
Like this is a completely this is a completely different tangent. But fuck it, it's my show. Oh, I thought it was our show. Do we not matter? So I can go play Animal Crossing then. <laughs> nope, stop it. <laughs> no, what have you done? <laughs> but no, yeah, like in in the invasion bit of the fucking Arrowverse show, they fucking brought in Supergirl and it's like, hey, we need to train to fight an alien. You're an alien, right? Yeah, not the same kind, but an alien. All right, cool. None of them could hurt her at all. And then next thing you know, John Diggle, a.k.a. a man with a gun, was doing better against aliens than the entire U.S. military. I mean, but they weren't like her. They were just creature monster thingies. Yeah, they were just they were just big. They were just big CGI creatures as opposed to, you know, an invulnerable Kryptonian with a million superpowers. Yeah. But yeah, this is, I, I do remember that. It's, it's like, hey, we'll just uh, we'll just train against you. You're an alien. And then she whips Wait. all of them. Yeah, beats all of their asses down. They cannot even get close to her. And I was like, okay, now we will all fight equally as well against these invaders. And go. I was like, oh no, the mon- oh, no. That, honestly, that's my biggest problem with like, hey, it's a superhero team up. Like Batman gets by, but pretty much every other normal is just like, what the fuck are you even doing here? Yeah, it's like you're making everyone else look worse by being good. It's like, hey, great, Oliver, you can use a bow. Neat. We're fighting a tank. Go home. I have exploding arrows. Neat. We've got a Supergirl. It's like, it's like we. It's like I have exploding arrows. Oh, that's neat. We have the human bomb. How are you going to help against Toxo? <laughs> yeah, you know that fucker that dropped. You know the fucker that they, they dropped, and then it, you know that fucker they dropped on Bloodhaven that essentially nuked the entire city. We're up against him. How is a stick going to help? Eh, we'll be fine. <laughs> that's essentially that's essentially their reasoning. It's like, it's like, hey, why are we why are we letting a literal child with a magic staff in here? It's like, eh, we, eh, we got it. <laughs> yeah, we fine. All of Young Justice. Why are we letting teenagers go on life or death missions that involve brainwashing people? Ah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. They season, want to do it. And then season two rolls around and it was not fine. It was like, ah, it'll be fine. And season three rolls around and it'll it continues to not be fine. And it's like, oh yeah, we a couple people died, but it'll be fine. Oh yeah, Wally West fucking ceased to exist. Just straight up. Just stopped existing. Curse you, Greg Wiseman. <laughs> Why uh, you hate Wally West so much? I mean, we already have one Flash. Why do we need a second one? Yeah. That is my never heard him talk before Greg Wiseman impression. Honestly, dead on. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard him talk either. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you've been playing then, Alex? Um... Yes, actually, after, after I left my dragon slaying adventure midway because the subscription ran out and I decided I wasn't going to be playing it much anyway, I went to play some Super Smash Brothers Ultimate because I saw my Switch sitting there and said, you know, I should probably play that game that I've had sitting here since I bought the Switch that I have yet to open. Ooh. So I did. So I had to play the story mode first to unlock all the characters. Ooh. Yes. And uh, I learned... 
that the Super Smash Brothers uh, enemy AI reads your inputs because it Cheating perfectly bastard. evades because it perfectly evades everything I did right down to the exact frame. It's like see, Nintendo has a has a problem with that. Like they do that in a lot of their shit. It's 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 like oh he's jumping as I've hit the button, but before the character actually did anything. Okay, there's no way I could possibly hit him like that. Yay! He put better cheat those fucking frames. I mean, I I figured out a way to work around it, but still, I was like, that's really annoying. Oh, whoops! You're about to get into first place. Guess who has a blue shell? I was like, ha, ha, I was like, that would have that would have hit any player perfectly. The only reason they dodged is because they jumped when I hit the button instead of when I actually fired the thing. <laughs> oh, first hey, season. you're in first place and I'm in last. Well, look at me conveniently getting both of a both a bullet bill and a star to get right behind you and then blast you out. And so you mean last place? Oh. Shit actually happened to me. Shit actually, the AI last place. Hit the hit a double item block. Got a bullet bill and star in the perfect positions to just ram himself right up my ass. Very nice. Fucking Mario Kart bullshit. <laughs> Mario Kart eight available now on Switch. That was another one of those. That was another one of those must-have games that I saw on every list. Just oh, you gotta get Mario Kart eight deluxe. I don't you gotta know get that. Mario Kart so you, so you can race with your friends. Hey, do you love driving games? No? We'll get Mario Kart. Yay. I only saw Mario Kart being played once. In my first year of university when I was living in when I was living on campus, one of the people on my floor had a had a uh had a uh, a Wii. And so every it's like every week we'd everyone on the floor would go over there and play Mario Kart while drinking. That was the only time I played Mario Kart, and I hated it. Really? Yeah. Did the drinking help or make it worse? I don't drink. I mean, them. Uh, They, it had no real effect on them. Oh. Like, in terms of their performance in in Mario Kart. (laughs) And that tells you all you need to know about skill at Mario Kart. (laughs) All I remember, Mario Kart is my one friend was like, like, she's like, teehee. I'm bad at I'm bad at this game. I'll never win. And then she like won every race. Well, that's that's like Mario like, Kart. Like, like you are either amazing at that game or you are just as good as everyone else. And then oh, I'm I terrible at that game. And I'm like, you're just at, you just try you were just trying to blow this all off with uh, girlish innocence, but you're secretly an expert of this game. And she's like, no, I suck. I don't know why I'm winning. Yeah, she's just like yeti yeti dizzy. Y'all just suck more, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, seriously, you guys, you guys just need to get good scrubs. I suck at Mario Kart, just in general. Like the last one I was good at was Mario Kart sixty four. <laughs> Every other Mario Kart's been like, "Hey, I hit the gas button. Why am I in last?" Hi, you guys. I'm holding down the go button, but my car is not going. How are the rest of you halfway around the course already? Hey, I got the bullet bill. It doesn't help. I want to play. I want to play the next stage. Oh, I like rainbows. Mm, but Super Smash Brothers. So long as no one else has played it for a while, I will dominate as Kirby. 
It's like, yo, if you've never played this game before, I will fucking crush you. No, no, no. Like, um, so we had just played. We it had been a while since I played. It, like any of us had played Super Smash Brothers, and we were at a friend's house and he had Super Smash Brothers, and we we're like, fuck it, we'll play Super Smash while we wait for people to arrive. And it was you lose, you hand your controller off, and I just kept playing until we were all bored of it. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, god, you were that guy. I was that guy, and I was just like, maybe it should be if you win, you hand off. <laughs> I I I, de- I despise fighting games because one of my friends when I was a kid was like a gaming god, and he always dominated, and we just could not defeat him ever. He was just that impossible. Like he'd always play as Fox. And he'd use and he'd use like the actual regular combos that like everybody wants you to use Fox only because Fox is the only character who has no quote cheap attacks or at least he didn't in melee. So he, and he'd just win with Fox and like the pure combos and there was just nothing you could do. Yeah, um, and he wouldn't let us use items because they were too cheap. Yeah, back when I was living, oh, so he was a little bitch. No, he's playing by yeah, tournament basically. rules. No, he's a little bitch. You're playing casually with your friends. You don't just dictate, hey, these are the only ways we're allowed to play this game. All right, all right, folks. No, Final did, Destination, he, no items, Fox only. I don't think, I don't, no, he, he did not have, he did not have a fun play. It was like, every game is a tournament. Let's yeah. go. So I'm he's a little bitch. All right, you fuckers, no Johns, let's go. He's a little bitch. Um, so, I always play as Kirby because it's the only way I could survive when I first started playing the game. Okay. Because Kirby would just fly up into a corner and I'd be like, all right, you guys fight it out. I'll take second. All right, you guys have fun. I'm going to just be over here. <laughs> and I would actively get chased around the map <laughs> when, back, when, back when we were all teenagers and playing the game. They'd be like, come down here so we can kill you. I'd be like, nah, bitch. I'm good. Play the game. Yeah, I keep bashing this button. <laughs> and then someone would always fi- manage to get off a lucky hit on me while I was trying to avoid someone else and knock me off the map. So it, it was great. It was great being able to stomp all their asses with Kirby. In my <laughs> head, I was just in my head. I was just imagining like you flying up into a corner. That then like, all right, there's one guy left. All right, down B, turn to rock, miss stage entirely. Fuck. Okay, let's do this again. And, and then, that has then you kill yourself four times in a row. That has happened. Um, <laughs> oh god. Um, but actually, down B is my favorite attack too. Um, yeah, down like B, and then uh, I think it's uh, direction B, like side B, because um, I love the like I love the hammer. I also love the sword. I love swording people because if you can catch them right on the edge of the sword, you'll juggle them up into the sky and then slam them down, which is great. But yeah, the only real like communal fighting game situation I've had uh, where I was that guy was back when I was living at back when I was living in hell. Well, the second hell. Yeah, back when I was living in second hell. Um, a buddy of mine, like one of, one of my roommates, he was like, I had, I was, I had the PS4 in my room. And so he would like occasionally come down and go, Hey, you got any fighting games? I was like, yeah, I got a few. Like, cool. Let's play. Then just fucking stomp, 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 stomp. Okay. See you later. Like Ugh. it was injustice, injustice Two, guilty gear, Xard, um, ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three, Mortal Kombat 10, sorry, Mortal Kombat X, Mortal Kombat 11. Played all those games. I think he beat me twice. Because I was that guy. Oh, that guy. He was like, oh, you've never played a, you know who, oh, you never played a UMVC3 before? Okay, sick. Just fucking full team air combo. You know who was never that guy? Me. <laughs> I, I always sucked and never win. 
I was the stomp bitch, so I just stopped playing fighting games. Other than uh, Super Smash Brothers, because at least then it's funny, goofy characters killing each other. I have something to say, but I won't. Moving on. Um, <laughs> now I'm wary. Uh, Moving on. So, yeah, just the last thing with all this. Um, like, I had a buddy. I, I had a friend of mine, like in like middle school, who was who was like that guy Stomper. Because, like back like back when Street Fighter Four was a real big thing. He was like, "Hey, I was like, hey, I got you an Xbox 360. Let's play, let's play Street Fighter 4. It's like, okay, cool. Went in. It was a best of five. He made it a best of five. Mm-hmm. Played Balrog. Played Balrog. Did nothing but cross ups for the entire match. Like that's it. Just cross up, cross up, cross up, cross up, cross up. Which is to say, which is to say, he would jump over you, and then as your character was turning, he would hit. Like as he was as he was arcing over you, he would hit you so that it hit you in the back, so you couldn't block it. We just did that for three rounds. And that's it. And me being a fucking, me being fucking terrible at fighting games, I cannot time my Shoryukens properly to fucking hit him because I was playing Ryu. And so I got bodied. By a bitch doing just nothing but cross-ups. I stopped playing for Street Fighter 4 for a while after that. I've never played Street Fighter 4. It's good. That's what they say, but I just... I think it's better than 5. Every time I think of Street Fighter, I just think of getting defeated over and over <laughs> and over and over. Well, that sounds like a series. Over. And over. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Traumatize. Just now moving just on. Just traumatize fight, fighting games. Just it's moving on from trauma. Yeah, moving on from trauma. Uh, but yes, so I did eventually get better at uh, getting through the story mode. But yes, for a while I was like, the the AI is just perfect. This is really annoying me. It's like. It's like we were we were talking about how uh, you know t- jumping off cliffs as a dragoon in like Final Fantasy fourteen that never happens in Smash Brothers like the the uh, the AI never ever makes an aerial mistake never like th- they they will never accidentally fall off the ledge or like mistime anything just complete perfect precision yep almost like they're robots I've. I looked up so basically the Smash Brothers uh, melee button reads everything, and depending on your difficulty, sometimes it has a chance to just fail to react. So it's like, well, it's it's just letting you win, basically. <laughs> so they cranked up the difficulty to max, and even like a tournament level fighter had trouble <laughs> because it was just that unfair. Oh, computers! I think I think they they said that they used a high level amiibo level fighter and like even the tournament champions of the world couldn't defeat it. So uh, yeah, Nintendo might want to ease back. Just the game, man. How dare you, sir? It is Nintendo. It's a way of life. Yeah. Don't ever play against hard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you speak from experience? Yes. 
Fuck me, I should go. I, have, I too have tried against like the max difficulty AIs and remembered why I didn't play fighting games. Yeah. Like actually fuck, you're like going back to like uh, MK11 actually. One of the problems that they had was like rele- they released the game and then they had the uh, towers, which are the which are, like the changing um they're, they're like the changing challenge modes where like some unique thing happens as part of it and then I think you fight like computers and stuff and you get like in-game rewards. And the first batch they released, like immediately after the game released, no one could beat because they were fucking impossible. I remember playing on medium. Um, I went into one of those things. Um, the, the the unique thing that happened on the stage is that a ball of energy would occasionally fly out at you. And if it hit you, the screen went black. For like three seconds. This This fight I was in lasted 30 seconds. I had, in total, 25 seconds of blackness. Wow. Yeah, because I got hit by the first one, and then, oh, I can't see anything. Then this dude just starts fucking releasing this ridiculous fucking combo on me, which then pops me up into the path of the next ball that was released. Fuck. That sucks. And it just kept happening over and over and over again. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I don't get to play. You don't play. You just sit there and take it. Like I couldn't do I like MK like MK11 they took out combo breakers because the way that they because they, they redesigned the fighting system so that they so that it favored more um so that it more favored uh like like fewer hit combos but that just like did more damage and stuff obviously so essentially you're, you're like chaining like two and three hit combos together as opposed to going for like a fucking twenty seven hit combo so they so they didn't feel the need to put in a breaker. They instead, you instead now have a meter where you can like, uh, where you can like auto recover in the air and roll when you hit the ground. Which that's not as good. I don't think. I don't like MK11. I don't think I played an MK game since the N64 one. Oh, my sweet summer child. Yeah, I kind of gave up on that. Mortal Kombat 10 was really good. Don't play Fighters. I have been considering rebuying Killer Instinct. Good for oh, you. No. If you enjoy it, do it. But I yeah. like. Yeah, there will have to be a lot of drinks before most people can convince me to play. Like Birdie wants me to play Injustice with him, and I've told him better buy alcohol. Uh, I, th- I think what he meant was like he wants you to sit with him to play the story mode. Whatever. <laughs> like like, he'd, like he'd actually, I'll need alcohol. Like he'd play. You'd be there because I've been talking to him about because I've been talking to him about him doing video stuff for the site and he was like hey yeah I'll record Injustice oh, like I said I'll need alcohol because he's probably going to hand me the controller at some point <sighs> anywho and uh, yeah, anywho I wish I could be playing FF7 Remake and talk about it but it's not here yet and I don't want to download both games <laughs> because that'd just be too much. Also, it's like apparently it's a ridiculously huge install, so I think I'll just wait for the discs to come to me uh, whenever it does. Hopefully, sometime within the year. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably. I mean, like yeah, shipping bad. Shipping, shipping's bad. Like I just ordered something off Amazon two days ago. Instead of get here in a month. 
can't be that bad, right? Mm. I mean, my my family sent me food via Amazon the other day. Well, that's nice because I, I, yeah, I was I was like, you're getting a shipment from Amazon, and it was like a pineapple, <laughs> and uh, oh, they're telling you to leave. Here's a single pineapple. Yeah, a pi- no, it was it was a it was a pineapple and some chips and uh, a little cake thing, you know, as an early birthday present. In my, in my wife's family, if they put a pineapple in your room, it's mean you need to get the fuck out of their house. <laughs> That's why I said that. But how how does how does that? I have no idea. I married into it. <laughs> like literally, I don't understand. I married into it. They can send me a pineapple. They want me to leave. Okay, I'm the only one here. Yeah, get out. <laughs> they want the house. They want the house to not smell like Alex when they get back. <laughs> they were like, okay, they just want me to. I'll just leave the house abandoned. I guess. Uh, whenever someone gives me a pineapple, I've never been given a pineapple. <laughs> okay. But if I did, I'd assume they'd be making some kind of reference to psych. Hmm. I just like pineapple. I know you know that we're not telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> uh, just embrace the deception. Yeah, you gotta learn how to bend, Alex. I mean, uh, he's totally lost. No, <laughs> but that's not what happened because I cut it up and I ate it. <laughs> well, it looks like you psyched them out in the end. Yeah, take that. God damn it! It's like oh. You're trying to send me a message with just pineapple there. No, I cut it open. That's good pineapple. <laughs> they mail you a pineapple, you mail them a DVD copy of Psych. <laughs> <laughs> because it's never been released on Blu-ray. Fucking cowards. Man, I want Psych the movie too. Has that already come out yet? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I know they started filming <sighs> last year. Oh, f- fuck me. What? Okay, so Psych the Movie 2 was set premiere in late 2019, but was moved back to 2020, renamed to Psych 2, Lassie Come Home, and is set to, and is set to premiere at the launch of Peacock, NBC Universal streaming service. Okay. Yeah. Great. Way to go. I'm not subscribing to Peacock. I'm not subscribing to Peacock. Fuck you, Peacock. Cocks. Oh, and fucking... <sighs> Mary Lightly has become way too big a character in that franchise, I think. He's the weird psychiatrist who was tracking the who was tracking the, zing, the Mr. Yang killer. Oh, I remember him now. Yeah, and then Sean had a dream about him, and then he had another one, and then he kept having dreams about Mary. Like I like the actor; it just it's a bit too much, for, I think, for the character. Anyway, anything else, Alex? Uh, well, I have been playing Persona Five Royal a lot, but we already talked about that. Yes, we did. And that's pretty. That's pretty much all I've been playing since the we'll beginning. We'll probably talk so. about it next time too. Probably. 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 So, no. 
Well, as you mentioned the Final Fantasy VII remake, I played the Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII remake demo. Oh, actually, I did play that. I forgot because I played it like a <laughs> month ago. But you, you, you go on. I will chime in. Uh yeah. You, you guys play Kingdom Hearts? Yes. Yes. It's like that, but Final Fantasy VII. Uh yeah. I mean, they're okay. made by the same guy. Yeah, just they took the Final Fantasy VII story, characters, character design, world, and everything, and then just gave it like the action-based combat of uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kind of. I mean, you can set it to uh, be more RPG-like if you really like. Yeah. Uh, but just, I'm pretty sure that's not the most efficient way to play. Yeah, just the main thing is the default combat mode <laughs> is not turn-based, um, not, not not any kind of turn-based at all. It is is a lot more is a lot more built around like you just fucking hitting attack buttons. Um, uh, one thing I did like though is with the menu, like when you have to go into the menu, uh, any of the characters to do like, you know, their to do like a specials or magic or anything. Uh, it slows down the world like a, like a, like a Bioware game. Yeah. Which I dug that. Uh, I, I kind of, it kind of was interesting, uh, the way that it looked like visually, visually with the, with the art style and the way that like the graphics and everything. And, like this weird, like motion blurring kind of thing that it does, it looks really cool because everything while you're in that menu is still technically moving. It still is very, it's all moving, just moving very slowly. Slow enough that it probably won't hit you. Yeah, which I thought that was really neat. Also, thing. you can block and roll like in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Except rolling does not protect you from explosions this time. Yeah. Um, also, I can't remember. So in the demo, at least, uh, you play as uh, Cloud and Barrett. Um, I don't know if I don't remember if Barrett has one, but I know that Cloud has two combat modes. Uh, no, Barrett Barrett has a thing where uh, he's a gauge that slowly charges as he's fighting, and then he'll hit he'll uh, fire off a extra powerful shot. Right, but yeah. he doesn't have a second mode. If 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 you if you hit his second mode and he doesn't have a thing charged, he'll charge it manually. Yeah, he'll, he'll get he'll get a, like a section of meter filled up with that. And then with Cloud, his thing is, hey, one one's better for moving around, the other's better for just fucking wailing on dudes. I And there's also magic. Yeah. And the magic is, have you played a Final Fantasy game? It's more like have you played Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, you got you got you got fire and thunder. Fire and thunder and cure. And then later he'll get fucking Firaga and Thundara and Cure Rocket, I'm assuming. Yes. I will say this, though. This demo did more to sell me on wanting to play the Final Fantasy VII remake than Final Fantasy VII did. Because I never played Final Fantasy VII. Like, I have never... I kind of missed that entire era of gaming. Like, I... I, my Essentially, my gaming upbringing went from the Super Nintendo to the PS2. Ah. I missed that inter. I missed that interstitial generation. A lot of people played Final Fantasy VII. Oh yeah, people fucking love that goddamn game. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of streamers like were started playing the remake yesterday and were freaking crying. Yeah, it's just just from nostalgic flowback. Oh yeah, people, people, uh, people give a lot of themselves to that game. And I just there was just never anything about it that super sold me on liking it like this was excuse me this was back in the days of rpgs where 
where like nothing was straightforward. Like if if you got like a question, you have to like walk around and talk around. to every single person before to like get an idea of where you're supposed to go. Which to some people is you know a good thing. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is pretty obvious. There's like a pretty linear path you walk on the world map from destination to destination. So it's not like hey, you have to talk to pe- talk to all these people to figure out hey, you need to go to this random place on the map. Yeah, but like for me, yeah. That was that was my experience. Like, it was like, hey, it was like, hey, play this RPG. It's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't like this. Yeah, you basically you basically had to be getting into it was because it was the first multi disc PlayStation game. Yeah, it was the first game with like impressive CGI cutscene. Well, impressive yeah, for nineteen ninety seven. Impressive for nineteen ninety seven CGI cutscenes, and uh, yeah, a lot a lot of people just bought it out of curiosity. Like, why is the game case so big? You can't have a game on three discs. Yeah, and then. And then they all assigned a huge part of their identity to it. And then eight and nine were four discs. <laughs> but I mean, if but I mean, if you missed out on all, all that and you play like a PS2 RPG and you go back to that, yeah, it might seem a little dated. Yeah. So there was just there was just never anything really pushing me towards playing Final Fantasy VII. And then by the time that I started like playing more, I start by the time I started playing games for realsies, which was like three years before I launched this website. Um, people were going. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII is the fucking greatest RPG ever, dude. It's the fucking best story. Like, fuck, it's the best game ever. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So don't play it then, because by that point, no one was no one was trying to sell you on the game. They were saying, oh, it was amazing. Why is it amazing? Because it is. Because it's your childhood. Unless you didn't play it in your childhood, then uh... yeah. In which case, you then spend the next couple of years just kind of mocking anybody who likes it. Which game are you pooping on? Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. It was, a, it was a very good RPG, but I wouldn't call it the greatest story of ever. Yeah. Well, we were talking about how like it's more like it came out at the right time where everybody played it, and if you weren't playing it on this sweet spot, you might not understand the appeal. Unless you just really like RPGs. I love RPGs. I still go shrug at the people who are like, it's, oh my God. Oh my gosh. So good. Well, it was the first, it was the first one a lot of people ever played. I fucking cried my dick off when Aerith got murdered. Except for me, the first RPG I ever played was Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. Oh, you lucky bastard. I wanted to play Fantasy so Seven bad. was the second one. I don't even remember what my first RPG was. My very first RPG have to be on the PlayStation. Might was it the Bard's Tale? Might have been the Bard's Tale. Oh, there you go. It's the first one I remember. Which means the other ones didn't have any impact on me. Well, anyway, yeah. So from the demo, at least, um, I am interested to see where the story, how, like, what the story actually is in this game. Because I never, I I have never looked up what it is, and no one has ever tried to tell me what it is. So this is the thing about the remake. The remake is only the very first area. Yeah, the, the, re- the remake the is just a chunk of the game. The remake, the remake is basically like the first ten hours of the game, but like expanded into a full game. You know, because they didn't want to do the world map yet. Because yo money. Yeah, pretty much. Well, <laughs> they said they said it would be physically impossible to fit the entire game. 
as it was onto one into one game without like having to cut lots of corners. Uh, wrong. That's that's um, wrong. Well, with the level they with the level of detail they want to put into it. Yeah, because like here's the thing: the game looks fucking incredible. Yeah, like character design wise, environment wise, everything they they've taken they've. I'm. I think this game, like this this version of the game, looks like what people thought it looked like back in '97. Okay. And and so like yeah, it looks fucking great. And the demo was like 15 gigabytes. Yeah, the whole so, game I think is like 80 gigabytes. Yeah. So taking, yeah. So taking um. So if the first 10 hours is 80 gigs. That all three discs would be bigger than most would be bigger than like would probably be about the size of three Blu-rays. Okay, I can buy that now. Now that I think yeah. about that, now that I can think about it that way, I can buy that. Yeah, and then them wanting to flesh it out by giving everything voice acting and giving them like, like one of the things I've actually heard about this game is the fact that they give Cloud a character. They do. I mean, Cloud, this is the thing. Cloud had a character in the original game, but uh, between the original game and uh, now... You know, there if was, there's one thing I really hope they change slash get rid of, it's the implied, like, homosexual rape scene that happens when you're trying to rescue a character. Oh, I think I'm pretty... Yeah, I think they, I think they redid will. that part. I really hope they I'm pretty sure they said, like... Like yeah, I we, said, we, I really do like... Uh, I really do like um, Final Fantasy VII. Almost said Persona Five there. <laughs> <laughs> I really do like Final Fantasy Seven. That p- moment has always been a... <sighs> for me. Like, I've always been like... Mm, let's just fast forward through this bit as quick as possible. I mean, there there is there is a, there is a scene in that area because uh, they showed it in the trailer, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's. I think they changed it up a little bit. Yeah, they they fucking have to, dude. Like I can like I I do not know to what you're referring to, and you know you don't need to give me context. I will not. You could ask me, and I would say nope. <laughs> I'm assuming. I'll gladly tell you, but I'm not going to because I don't think Cave wants me to. Yeah, I'm assuming that they realized in hindsight. Oh wait, yeah, that was bad. Let's change that. Or no, if, I think it's more than they didn't realize. Ninety-seven, nobody cared. Yeah, or if they didn't realize it, then the, the like the American arm was like, "Hey, um, what? Like what? But yeah." Uh, moving on from there. Also, also blocky polygon Lego people uh, probably aren't as bad as the actual realistic characters they have here. Yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm picturing something in my head because I can't help it. Okay. I'm just like a side by side comparison of like two Roblox figures acting out a sexual assault and then just a sexual assault. Yeah, the first one is probably <laughs> not as bad, maybe? <laughs> Question mark? And then, and then to make myself laugh, uh, the Roblox one ends with a guy coming over and kicking them from his Roblox server. Because <laughs> this is a Christian server, please. We do not allow that kind of filth here. But the thing about Cloud's character is that uh, in the original game, he had character, but then there was Kingdom Hearts and Advent Children and Isidia. Which is where he had a, had a high demo- which, which no, no, but it was like it was it was where uh, they gave him like a voice. 
and all that. But like his whole character is basically just like I'm angsty, and also I want to fight Sephiroth. Yeah. Whereas what sure. I played, yeah, Cloud used to have personality. <laughs> yeah, what I have played of what well, was shown at the demo at least, uh, Cloud is just kind of a Cloud is a he, he's he's a little bit of that angsty thing, but he's like more just kind of like hey, I'm a mercenary, I'm here to do a job. I'm not here to make friends. And then, as and then from what I have heard, as the game progresses, he like you know has an arc. Yeah. Yes, he really does. Uh, anyway, moving on from that. Um. So not so not too long ago, on the YouTube. Please go subscribe to us. Link at the sidebar. I tried doing a playthrough of Shadow of the Colossus. I was playing it on PS3 and did not enjoy myself. I think I said at the time, like the like the world building and all of the everything that wasn't actually playing the game was great. Playing the game felt like dog shit. And I got to a point where I was so frustrated by one boss fight, I gave up and sold my, and sold my PS3 that day. Wow. Yep. Wow. That's, that's like, I'm so mad. Not only am I going to quit the game, I'm going to sell the whole console. Like, like that, that game was essentially the, was the only reason I was holding on to the PS3. Just because, hey, I want to beat this. Everything else I want to play on the PS3, I've already either played on the 360 or I can get it on PC. Like, I was not a... Like, I, I'm not a fan of Uncharted. And for PS3, like, the fuck else was there? Playing PS2 games. I got the I got the one of the second generation PS3s. Ah, so you got a shitty PS3. Yeah, playing some RPGs, but you don't like RPGs. No, I I like RPGs. I just again, I either played them somewhere else or. Yeah, I actually never played Shadow of the Colossus because the ending was spoiled for me, and I don't play villain games where I'm the villain. I just don't. The villain now gave. I like being the good guy. <laughs> so if you had to play Shadow of the Colossus and then got to the end and realized you were the villain, you would have, what, demanded your money back? I would have been very upset at the game for the way it ended. Like, oh, been like, I must have met the time machine and stopped myself from playing this game. Just, no, I'd just be very upset. Did, did your family just hear screaming when you walk out, honey, we need a new PS3? Like, no. But anyway, so yeah, I got to, I think, like the fifth or sixth Colossus in that game and then gave up. And I'd always mean to go back to it just because I didn't feel like I had given it a fair shake. So then uh, so then it came out on PS4, is on PS4 Pro. I'm sorry, on PS4 Plus. I was like, okay. Now I'll have a now I'll now I'll give it a bit of now I'll give it a decent de- 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 now I'll give it a more fair chance. I will give it more time. I'll actually beat it and wait until I have gotten more than halfway through the game before I form an opinion on it. The game's a lot more fun when you know what you're doing. Like I like through those like first few colossi, I was able to breeze through them because I knew what I was doing. I knew what the strategy was. I knew how to actually go about doing things. 
like uh, if you're wrong, get really frustrated. Um, watch me, watch me fight the fucking third Colossus, where I knew what the strategy was, but then he just kept moving towards me, and never actually did what he was supposed to. So I kept screaming, and everybody who watched it, who knew how to beat that guy, was just would just comment, would just commenting or texting me, going, "Dude, what the fuck?" I was like, "Hey, he's supposed to be attacking you." Yeah, so I just kind of blast through all those guys. I got up to the guy I had, guy who made me quit, beat him, and then I kept going. Um, so two things that I kind of have learned about myself, at least I feel, from playing the game. Um, I have a massive phobia of water, specifically being underwater in like a massive lake or like ocean or something. So never take you to the beach. No, never. Um I've almost drowned twice, so never take me to the beach. <laughs> Both times in the ocean. Yeah. I'm a decent swimmer. Never take me to the beach. I just, I, I go into there and hallucinate isn't the right word, but I see things in the water and they freak me out. So one of the colossal you have to fight is a giant electric eel. Yeah, I saw a video of that fight. Yeah, and so unless you are underwater, everything in the water is incredibly dark, except for the glowing things. So imagine you're in the water, and a shadow with two glowing orange eyes just begins coming at you, occasionally shooting lightning off of its ass. And you have to sit there and let it. You have to watch it as it just gets closer and closer and closer before a part of its body that you cannot make out because it is so dark breaches the surface of the water that you then have to grab onto as it then drags you underwater. And that's the fight. Yep. And you stab it. Yep. Well, first, actually, you have to, climb all, you have to climb up its body and stab it while you are above water. Uh, and, then, and then I fought one, and then one of the Colossus that you fight is... He's essentially the size of a horse. And fuck him. He is the worst. Is he the guy that just rams you? Yes. He's the guy. guy. He's the guy who took five minutes to kill me. Meaning I had to sit there and let him kill me. Because I had gotten myself fucking worked into into a corner and literally could not move. He would charge, knock me into a wall. I'd, I'd go through the animation of being knocked into a wall, then fall down. Then, at, then by the time I've stood back up, by the time I have like fucking gone through the animation of standing up to the point where he could still hit me, he hit me again. So I was essentially stun-locked for five minutes. And could do nothing. The next time, I landed properly off of the first jump, and thus I was able to beat him in 30 seconds. That Colossus is the worst one I've ever played. That Colossus is a terrible one. It is a horribly designed boss fight. Fuck you, fight me. I have since made it to the flying one. Not not the bird one, the like the gas bag one. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I've watched some of this game and had it spoiled for me, so I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. I just 
Like, I'm still mad that my friends forced me to play that, uh, game, uh, the one where you, uh, you know, use, uh, the white stuff to burn a bunch of people to death. Oh, Spec Ops line. That white phosphorus. Fuck Spec Ops line and fuck the people who play, made me play that. Spec Ops line is amazing. I still love you guys, but I'm still mad at you for making me play that game. I'm still mad because I, um, I I haven't made you play anything. I'm talking to the uh, to my friends because they might actually listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're being angry, I think you might show it to them. No, no, like I I know Birdie listens to this and he might show it to uh, Bora. Yeah, <laughs> and Cora's the one who lent me the game and wouldn't take it back until I beat it. Spec Ops line is amazing. Spec Ops the line is horrible, and only because I was made to play it. <sighs> I'm surprised it took you until White Phosphorus to decide that you were the bad guy. Oh no, no, I decided I was the bad guy way sooner. Why? But you that's the thing White that Phosphorus? I. No, I played until um like corpses hanging i was like man it really feels like i'm the bad guy here like (laughs) i'm being pretty evil and like everybody else thinks i'm crazy hey can i return this to you have you beaten it yet no beat it and then you can return it to me (laughs) hey i just had to burn a bunch of civilians yeah doesn't it feel bad yes can i return it nah beat it and then you can return it to me no you must kill more civilians then you can return it so did you trade it in for GameStop for 37 cents? I borrowed it. I'm not going to sell someone else's game. Well, th- well, they won't. <laughs> be like, well, well, you'll never beat it, so you can't give it back to them. No, I did beat well, it. Oh, really? Well, if you won't accept yes, it back, I, I guess beat I it and hated it the whole way because the game kept telling me, if you were really the hero, you wouldn't be playing this right now. I'm like, no, I'm playing it so I can give it to back to the fucking person because I hate it. Or just, you just left it. Just give it back to them. Like, go to their place. Yeah, put go the to their place, there. put it in their mailbox, and then, and then whenever they bring well, it, put it in their mailbox, and then be like, be like, you're you're either going to take it back or you're going to let it sit on your table forever because I'm not playing it anymore. Well, yeah. That was the that logical answer wasn't didn't come to me because of my teenage brain, or was I was I like oh. in my early twenties at this point? I don't know. If they, have, if they have, yeah, if they ever brought it back over again, just do just work, do like, handle like legal documents, just hands up, don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, do you have spec ops the line on you? Then you can't come in here. <laughs> Then they enter your house, throw it to the bookshelf. It's yours now, bitch. Run away. Oh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so fucking Colossus. Stay out of the Colossus. That, I, it is still incredibly frustrating to play. The world, the character, all that stuff, all that still works. And now that it's fucking running at like a constant frame rate and not fucking chugging. It looks goddamn amazing, and especially with like the graphical upgrade going from the going from like up-res PS2 graphics to fully remade into PS4. But fucking still, man. <sighs> I know there are some people who can look past gra- who can like either look past graphic controls or like deal with them for a story. I don't think I can. But I'm still going to tough it out. I still want to fucking beat this game. Enjoy your suffering. Yeah, moving on from there. Uh, Murder by Numbers. I want to play that game. Is it any good? I think so. So I mentioned this uh, like a couple weeks ago. Or a couple episodes ago, I guess. Uh, Murder by Numbers is a visual novel murder mystery P-Cross game. 
And for those that don't know, Picross is a grid-based logic puzzle where you have numbers on a on like a on a grid, and then those numbers equate to filled in spaces. And then you have to fucking fill in spaces, and once you fill in the spaces, you get a picture. And the general conceit for Murder by Numbers is that you are playing as Honor Mizrahi, a an actress who plays a cop on TV. One day, a robot who pulled itself out of the garbage finds you and is like, hey, and because, you know, it's a robot who doesn't understand the difference between TV and reality. It's like, hey, you play a cop. Help me. I need to find stuff. I need to know who I am and all that other stuff. You're a cop, right? Help me. And this robot, whose name is Scout, he can, he has a visual identification system, which is Picross. So then the gameplay is you scanning environments to find Picross puzzles, which you then solve, which give you clues to help solve murders. But that's fun. I say solve. There are like one or two actual choices that lead to you accusing somebody of something. But this is one of those visual novels where you just kind of are there. Oh, that's a shame. The story happens. You are technically doing stuff, but you're not really affecting the story. Like, I don't know if you can actually fail in this game. I don't know if there's a fail state. Like, I'm trying to think back, and I cannot think of a single choice that if you made the choice wrong, the game would end. So this is not like your, so this is not like a, uh, like a, like a Danganronpa or a, uh, or a Phoenix, or an Ace Attorney thing. This is just a visual novel where you do puzzles. Uh, so, so this game, so this kind of game carries itself on all the writing and character stuff. And that is largely fine. Like I found the story to be engaging enough. Um, I liked a lot of the characters. A uh, scout is scout is like the, like the innocent character, I guess where he like, yeah, you're out doing murder stuff, but he also is like, but he also does like the thing where he will go where you're like, I don't under, I don't understand double entendre or like fucking or like fucking colloquial sayings. So I'm going to use them incorrectly. Ha ha. It's charming. Like, I th- I'm pretty sure the first thing that you do in the game is, is like, Hey, you lost your car keys. Don't worry. I'll find him. Hey, what's this? Oh, a tampon. What? Hey, you lost your car keys. Oh, here's a tampon. Yeah. He doesn't know what car keys or tampons are. So it's like, so it's like, Hey, don't worry. I'll find it. Looks at it, looks at the purse. Hey, is this it? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure once you solve it, the text box about that says what it is is car keys with a question mark. Oh god. Uh and yeah, so it's just kind of about um yeah, so the, the entire thing is just like honor and scout getting getting together, figuring out stuff about Scout's past, um, dealing with a curmudgeonly police detective. Who eventually comes around Perfect to your side? Muchinly. Yeah, he's like, what if uh, he's like, what if Commissioner Gordon was way more up his own ass and had Ace and had a uh, and had um Miles Edgeworth's hair? Sorry, not Miles Edgeworth. Um, Apollo Justice's hair. Oh, edgy coon. Uh, and yeah, um, I will say this though, um, the writing, like the writing is fine throughout um 
a lot of the characters are just kind of horrible for the sake of being horrible. But there's one guy in it who is who it feels like cheating, but he might be one of my least, but he might be one of my most hated villains in games, simply because he is just a gaslighting asshole. And the people writing it right, <coughs> fuck, sorry, something caught, something caught my throat. But the people writing him, they wrote him as such a like. They write gaslighting really well, and when you know what's happening, it's real easy to hate someone for it. For those that don't know, gaslighting is a term where you try to, uh, where you essentially just like belittle and mock and try to uh, try to discredit the mental state and memories of someone. I.e. Trump. Yeah, it happens a lot in abusive relationships. And before this game had started, um, Honor had actually, Honor had divorced a guy who was emotionally abusive towards her. If you feel like you're in a situation that this is sounding similar to, seek help. Yeah. Not you might not be, but it's all it it's never a wrong thing to ask people outside of the situation for their thoughts and perspective and get help in this situation. Yeah, so for that one uh, that one person who's listening who might be in this situation. <laughs> yeah, uh so I won't I won't get into spoilers at all because like it, he, it's weird. He has a this this character has a bizarrely strong and equally weak connection to the story, to the main story of the game, which is a bizarre thing to say. But it actually, like I, I like, when when they, so there is an anime style opening to this game, complete with a fucking of banger is. of a theme song. Is it as good as the Persona Five theme song? Not quite. I was going to call you a liar if you said yes. Um, it's full of a lot of puns. One of the lines is, I'll protect your honor if you'll be my scout. And I really like that. It's not exactly great writing, but, you know, it's on par with the rest of the game. Hell, the last chapter is actually called Scout's Honor. Because, you know, because, you know, they named their characters Honor and Scout. Ha 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 I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. So like puzzle, like so, so the puzzles, uh, the actual P-Cross puzzles. Um, they're good, like, like up to a certain point, they actually have a decently increasing level of difficulty as it starts out with like just five by five squares, then ten by ten, then fifteen by fifteen. Um, I don't think it ever goes like to up to the twenties, but I think, but it does, but then it does do variations like 15 by five, 10 by 15, 10 by five. Does they manage to have a decent variation of them? But once you get to like a certain point, I think like at the middle of the second chapter or like the beginning of the third chapter, it kind of hits a plateau where the difficulty of a puzzle just kind of there after that, the curve kind of gets weirdly flattened out and kind of janky. Where certain puzzles are like, are like, all right, yeah, so you got to fill out this row of 15. It's two ones. Good luck. But the other ones is like, all right, so yeah, I got to fill out this row of 15. Here's 15 ones. And it's just kind of just like, it ne- never really. There are puzzles. There are puzzles in the final chapter that are easier than puzzles in the third chapter. Interesting. So yeah, it doesn't seem like they have a, like a great difficulty curve in terms of that stuff. I'm not even sure how you would difficulty curve P-Cross. 
Because at a certain point, all Picross puzzles are about the same level of difficulty. Uh, yeah, those are like those are my kind of major complaints about the game of just like not great difficulty curve. Story can be a bit weak at points, and and the actual like the actual impact you have on the story is nil. But I think the story is overall relatively solid. I like a lot of character work, and I also just like Picross. Uh, the game also could be a bit longer. It's only four chapters. No, that sucks. Which I banged out in about two days. But counterbalance, the game's only like 20 bucks. So like, you know. In terms of value, I feel like I feel like, you know, two days worth of gameplay for 20 bucks is fine. But yeah, if anything I've said sounds interesting to you, check out Murder by Numbers, available now on a bunch of different platforms, including the Switch where I played it. And it's also available on Steam. Yes, it is. Oh, and then finally, I game to play with Caveman a lot. Vermintide 2. Yeah. Nice. I, I actually, I forgot about, I forgot to talk about that one, so. Yeah, so, given the lockdown, uh, Caveman and I have actually been spending a lot more time playing games together. Um, Which, I, I don't know once. why that is, given that, you know, our lives haven't really changed. Yeah. Are you going to say something, Alex? So then I joined in once. Yes, he did. Except uh, yeah, my system just, doesn't like it. Yeah, he joined in, and then as soon as he joined in, came in and to leave. Yeah, I, I had some shit I had to deal and with. And I can only do one mission before I had to give my my PC a rest because it was like straining in protest. <sighs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, so, Vermintide, uh, Vermintide Two sequel to it is a Warhammer game sequel to Vermintide. Uh, yeah, set during the end times of the Warhammer universe. The Skaven are swarming the land, and it's up to the five heroes of Uberstrike to get back together and fucking fight back the horde. I'm the elf chick. I'm the witch hunter. And I was the dwarf. And they're not nothing but insulting to each other. <laughs> yeah, particularly my guy. Like, with everyone else, they're, like, you know, friend insulting. But with the witch, do- but with the witch hunter specifically, because he is a, an imperialist zealot, I think he just kind of hates everyone. <coughs> so having Victor doesn't do banter; he does proselytizing and belittling. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, this game is this game is a lot of fun. My I, my favorite thing is the elf's insult, actually, because she's got one, which is to call everyone mayflies. Because elves <laughs> and are it, immortal. It took me a minute because I was like, why are you keep calling them mayflies? Oh, they're short lived. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, like uh, the the world of this game is very. Like you can go, you get into this without without knowing anything about Warhammer. <gasps> And still understand the world and enjoy it. Even if it is like needlessly, even if it is at points needlessly dark. But like, I, I never really got into like the, uh, the left for dead style of game. I think because I didn't have friends when those, when those games were popular. But with this one, I actually do have friends now. And 
yeah, I'm having like a lot of fun playing it. The the world, the environments are the like the game looks fucking amazing. All just like very like very highly detailed like dark fantasy um environments and everything. Uh, the combat the, feels really good too. Yeah, the, the combat feels great. It's all it's all first person melee based. My big my biggest issue is the uh random item drops that you're supposed to go and find. Yeah, those are you mean the grimoires and the tech tomes? The grimoires, the tomes, shit like that. Okay, I thought you meant the loot boxes. No, the loot. I don't give a shit about the loot boxes. They're fun, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So you. Yeah. So uh, there is a there is a story in this. A loose story, but a story. As every as every mission has context, which then leads into you know filling out filling out this you know tree, which then leads to a final big confrontation. Uh, and yeah, so you are trying to fight off the hordes of Skaven as well as the barbarian tribes they've hooked up with. As you, you know, they're just DTF. Yeah, you know. As the Skaven are working on the Skitter Gate, some kind of like massive portal that's supposed to do something. It's it's in, it's in the prologue of the game. They don't get super into what it's supposed to do yet. But yeah, so and so you are just going around, just just you, you only drop in there. So there are five playable characters, and you can only play in groups of four. So the fire dog, so the fire, you know, witch is out a lot, is not doing anything. Yeah, and honestly, they're my uh, uh, least. Like I played as them for a little while and became very unhappy very quickly. Yeah, because it kept exploding. Yeah. Yeah, and I have been I've been just really digging the with the witch hunter. Like I try I I've gotten the witch hunter up to his second class, uh so So yeah, as you as you play as, so the, like I said there are five playable class, there are five playable characters. And each of those characters has three classes. You start out with one and then once you reach level 12 you get another and once you reach level uh once you reach level 24 you get the third. I think that's how that works. And each each one of those, uh, they, they all play essentially the same, but they change up their passive and active abilities. So, like with the witch hunter, so like with the witch hunter, uh, when you mark a target, it takes twenty percent extra damage from everything, and then your ultimate is like this area of effect clearing, just kind of blah thing, where you just kind of scream out, or just kind of scream out for God or whatever, and everyone goes flying back in the air, you know, like higher crit chance. But then with the but then with his second class, it is a it is a ranged Much worse character. It is a ranged weapon focused class, which gives you fifty percent increased ammo capacity, as well as a piercing shot as your for your like active ability that goes through everything in a line, which is garbage. The zealot looks kind of neat. I can't remember what his abilities are, but I kind of want to try. I, I want to get to the zealot and try him out. If nothing else, it'll give me the it'll give me a feeling of satisfaction that uh, Victor has gotten to such a point in his life for him having a shaved head and a symbol carved into his eye is a good thing for him. <laughs> uh, so with the elf, um, I don't know what the first one's called, but like the second two are like um, uh, let, me, let, me, let me let me look it up while I talk about the hand. I will look it up, which is embarrassing. Like just I I don't know if like they had a thing that they were going. for. Like, there's a storyline, like, if there's a narrative in the uh, craft, but 
like it's not very good the um the handmaiden as far as i'm concerned because of in part because of the way i play um i am not good at video games as we've covered <laughs> numerous numerous times um and the handmaiden the handmaiden really feels like a, it's like you need to be good at it to be good yes yeah, so uh which like it like the way soccer has the perfect special ability for me it's F is, hey, I shoot a bunch of homing arrows. Problem solved. <laughs> I just kill a bunch of dudes with my homing arrows. Oh, and sorry, um, so, just for reference, um, level 7 you get the second class, and level 12 you get the third. I misspoke. Yeah. But um, it also has the passive ability to regen. I think it's a half health. I regen some of my HP uh, every 10 seconds. So it's like, all right, I have been doing shitty for a while. Let me just go hide and let dead man take on this wave while I recover a little bit. And like, at this point I've unlocked an ability that like for every extra people I hit, I um, get like temporary HP. So I can be shitty and just wade into a horde of enemies and just keep motoring through, which is great. I'm only at like level eight right now. So like I don't have access to some of the other stuff. Um, I'm favoring the dual blades because I I just don't like the spear and I haven't used any of the glaives. Uh, I prefer the long bows to the short to the swift bows, but like I'm getting used to the swift bows. They're kind of, they've kind of got like a machine gun mode, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, however, the handmaiden uh, passive ability is I can dodge, and its career ability is I can dodge into the enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, okay. Uh, oh, it also apparently has an aura that improves stamina regen, which I don't think we've actually bumped into. Unless that's like for your special ability, you spend stamina for that. Uh, I don't from know. the looks of it, that is the passive. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, we didn't see that. Um, but once you reach level 12, you get 50% damage buff to damage dealt from behind. Woo, don't. I'm never going to play it. And you can turn invisible <laughs> for 10 seconds. Ooh, never going to play it. <laughs> and then there's the shade, which I am interested in only because it's like, like dark elf version. I just described what the shade is. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's extra backstab damage and the ability to turn invisible to backstab better. And the crossbows. Woo. Ooh. So yeah, I'm probably going to stay with Waystalker. The entire time. <laughs> yeah. Zealot looks neat because it's a 3% damage buff for a 3% power increase for each 25 point of missing health. Uh, resistance to lethal damage and makes heavy attacks immune to interruption. And you, and then his active ability is a 50% increase to attack speed for five, for five seconds. Cool. So yeah, get the fucker yeah, attack speed is, a, is something that can really give you an edge. Yeah, to give that fucker a flail and I'm just like... Aah! Because I also have an ability that lets me lets me get temporary hit points for each extra enemy I hit. So with a flail, just, yay! I'm going to swing this walk towards you. If it hits you, it's your own fault. Yay. Okay, Bart. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, so. Vermintide 2 is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it's an absolute blast. And I think what makes it a bit more fun, for me at least, is just not recording it. Oh, yeah, no. Like... Where does they, like, I don't, I don't feel the need to, like, I don't feel any need to try to be entertaining like I do when we're playing, um, like, on, when we're playing Borderlands 2. Or when I'm playing anything else. It's, 
I, 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 I need to record more Danganronpa. I need to play more Danganronpa just first off, but I need to, I need to actually record more of it. And I have just been feeling trepidation towards doing so. Once I get, once I get like this, once I get this current stock of Borderlands edited, then I'll probably end up forcing myself to play more Danganronpa. Play the Danganronpa. It calls to you. Yeah. Birdie also texted me like a couple days ago, asking like a couple weeks ago, actually asking me like, Hey, you played dog. You played Danganronpa too, right? After you finished one, why did you want to play more? Yeah. Birdie really did not like uh, Danganronpa one. And (laughs) like, that's his, that's his opinion. I'm not exactly a fan myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a game for everybody. Played half the, I was like, this is, this is too weird and twisted for me. I think I'd rather play something a little more happier. Like Trails of Cold Steel. Like Trails of Cold Steel or Persona 5. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's what we've been playing then. Uh, news-wise, I have not been keeping up. The only thing of note, for me at least, uh, The Last of Us 2 has been delayed indefinitely. Yeah. Dang. Yes. In the wake of The Nightmare as I've now come to call it. Uh, the last of us two has been put on indefinite hiatus until things have, cl- things have cleared over a bit in a statement released by naughty dog quote, as you've just likely seen the release of watched least of the last of us part two has been delayed. We're sure this news is just as disappointing to you as it is to us. We wanted to reach out to all of you in our community and give you a little, in- give you a little more information. The good news is we're nearly done with development. We are in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we are faced with a reality that due to the logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure that everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time, ensuring that we're, that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for our players. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistic issues. We were bummed by we were bummed about this decision, but ultimately understood that it it's what it's sorry ultimately understood it's what's best and fair to all of our players. We're hoping this won't be a long delay, and we'll update you as soon as we have new information to share. And then translation: We know you guys can't all go out and buy it on day of release because fuck Corona. We'll figure out some shit. Yeah. And they don't they don't want to pull an Animal Crossing. Yeah, and your download speeds are a nightmare. So. We'll see how it goes. Oh, but yeah, that's that's all I got. Do you guys have anything? Uh, I'm looking at news. Doesn't doesn't really seem like there's anything too interesting happening lately. Oh, right then. Everything is everything is ruined thanks to the virus. Yep. Final Fantasy VII Remake is out this week. That's gonna do it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. Oh. I'm going to go play Animal Crossing. We'll be back at some point with more of this shit. Until then, I'm dead. I'm Cave. I'm Alex. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time. <laughs>